Are y'all ready to have some fun? Nope. We're all Sunday bitches. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, get y'all together. We're back in town. Not in crappy hotel rooms. And you gotta come with the negativity, Vaughn. I don't appreciate that very much. <laughs> well, I've been having fun all week. It's time to it's time to chill out for a bit. Well, you know really. what? The rest of, of course, us haven't, alright? <laughs> of course I'm ready for, that, for some fun. The I'm always us, ready for fun. The rest of us have been diligent, hardworking Americans. Just looking forward to our hour and a half of talking about video games. <laughs> it's okay, Neil. We'll be fine. Of course I'm ready to talk about video games and have some fun. I'm always down for that, you know? Cool. I like video games, too. Steven, do you like video games? Oh, we actually start. Okay. Yes. I mark my headphones on. Hello. <laughs> I've already put my phone away. Oh, uh, hi. Hi. I love video games. We'll, we'll let you get situated, and we'll cue no, the music. No, I'm fine. Nope, Here I nope. am. You ready? And music. And this is GameWare Express. We're, we're all ready now. Steven, you good? Yeah. Wait, can I say Born one thing? Good. What you got? Mic check. Mic check. We I never did, did that. that. Oh, yeah, no, you we weren't here for you. that. Because this is a podcast about video games. This is Baton Rouge's longest-running video game podcast called GameWare Express. My name is Adam Arinder. It is Friday, May the 8th, 2015, just in time for episode number 76. What does the number 76 remind you of, Vaughn? America! That's right. So for this week's (laughs) intro question, Stephen Martin, what game reminds you most of America? Didn't I answer this? We were talking about this. I don't remember what my answer was before. I don't know. I, I actually like gave you the intro question like three days yeah, ago. Yeah, we, we were no, we were in a car somewhere. I know, yeah. That was like two days ago. Man, I had a really good answer, too. Neil Bonham, yeah. what <laughs> game is America? I mean, See. I don't think any game, any game screams America. Like Fugitive Hunter. <laughs> okay, go on. So it's a PlayStation 2 game um, that is a first-person shooter where the whole goal is to take out Osama Bin Laden and his <laughs> clan of thieves. Does 50 Cent show up? Um, no. Oh. This was before 50 Cent. Uh, I think in this game he's actually one of the bosses and you shoot him eight times. 50, oh, okay. Well, yeah. it has to be after 50 Cent, but before the game. Right, that yeah. He, well, maybe even the same time because there was a 50 Cent PS2 game. Oh yeah, so yeah. But it wasn't the blood and <laughs> no, it sand. wasn't the blood and the yeah, sand. It wasn't where he fights terrorists. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, this game is amazing because so there's like eight bosses in the game, I guess six to eight bosses. And after you kill each one, you get their power and well, you hold use on, that no, on no, 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 okay. it's even better. So it's a first person <laughs> shooter, and then when it comes to the bosses, it's a Tekken fighting game. <laughs> I thought it was like a boxing game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much, but it's yeah, so. Like, so you don't shoot the, the bad guys, you just, like, fucking no, punch them in the face. No, and you get to, like, fight Osama Bin Laden. It's awesome. <laughs> like yep, with your okay, fists. I think your answer wins. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Neil. Thank you. Vaughn Venters. I like Octodad, Dadliest Catch. Okay. There's only dads in America. <laughs> it's because, like, you're just an octopus trying to do, like, the, I guess, um, the ideal American I'm family I'm pretty sure thing. there's That's, no octopus There's no octopus in, in this game. game. It's you're just a dude in a well, yeah, well, Just you're a normal a, you're, man. You're, you're a dad trying to, like, do... Bad things. Doing, doing, American, doing the classic American burgers. family things. 
it's like you get you have a wife and you have two kids. And marriage has happened yours. in other countries. I'm just I'm putting this out there. There has the, the institution of marriage is, but that's fine. But they don't yeah. have freedom. Like that's, that's why guy I the blue suit. That's, why I, that's why I put classic in quotes. <laughs> you're, you're talking about like 1950s. Yes. Yeah. No, you might as well just the nuclear family. You might as well just deactivate your Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't see where this hostility is coming from, but <laughs> just I just I just want to be an octopus and do octopus things. Okay, and that's my answer. Hey, we were all just ready to have some fun. <laughs> I think I'm more of a fan of squids lately. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. We'll get to that a little why, later. Why isn't a group of squids called a squad? That's a good that's question. A good. <laughs> it should or squid that's squad. A lot of or squids. Yeah, it should be. Welcome to the show, Vaughn Steven, Do you remember? Uh yeah, no. And the, the answer that I had in the car yesterday was very good, and I don't remember it at all. So I'll just say High Heat Baseball '94 because <laughs> I remember your answer. Actually. Okay, well, it was NBA Live '95. Oh, because see, you were the 76ers. Because I always well, I wasn't technically the 76ers in that game. I was uh, right. the New York Knicks, but. I'm going to stick with High Heat Baseball 94 <laughs> okay? because baseball is the American pastime, and that's probably the best baseball game I've ever played. Okay. So don't bother with any other – other than that or Front Page Sports Baseball, <laughs> which came out in 1993 exclusively on, on computer. Oh. It was a really good game. I didn't have a computer that could run baseball games back then. Oh, yeah, Nor dude, did I we, care about baseball. We had a CD-ROM drive. Whoa. Pretty exciting. We had a laser printer. <laughs> that thing cost like $3,000. Not the printer, but the whole thing. Oh, okay. We got it from Sam's Club. Yeah. In 1992. It's pretty good. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Uh, mine, I'm going to go with uh, Saints Row 4. Because you're the motherfucking president. Yes. And I had him dressed up with purple Super Saiyan hair and like the Uncle Sam get up with the red, white, and blue striped nice. pants and the blue starred vest. You, you don't get much more American. Than, I mean, almost <laughs> being an octopus is more more American, but I think that your answer is the most American by just like, just a smidge. Just a smidge. <laughs> My Saints Row character was dressed up like Godzilla, which is not American at all. But it wasn't just normal Godzilla, it was Mecha Godzilla. So. <laughs> I must have missed. I didn't know. You well, were there other game. like monsters you fought? No. Well, then it well then it was the American Godzilla. Yeah, it, it was great though. The Mecha Godzilla was was the best costume for me in Saints Row Four. Hell yeah! I, I still gotta get that. You don't have it? No. I'm waiting for it to kind of drop on PS4. And oh, it when, totally you will. Know, there's another game that doesn't take up 100 hours a week of my lifetime. Oh, that's true. So yeah, Destiny. Um, have you been playing Destiny this week, Neil? Let's talk about oh, Destiny. Can I say we'll something about Destiny? <laughs> what First, you got, I think it's interesting. I was looking at trophy, da- trophy data this morning, and I think it's interesting that only 21% of people that play Destiny on PlayStation 4 have finished a raid. Yeah. I oh, think that's wow. why there isn't a new one coming. <laughs> I think so. That is pretty interesting. <laughs> you, you figure at least, I mean, so many people play Destiny and mm-hmm. play it for so long, but when only a fifth of your audience has, uh, at least on this platform, mm-hmm. maybe on Xbox 360, it's more like 90%, but I don't know. Well, that's also that. for completing Right, because you can play a raid. Yeah, you can play yeah, the raid, but for, you won't but, get I mean, the... our first time playing Vault of Glass, I mean, it took like six to eight hours to yeah, beat. And then nights. I think only 1% of players have uh, completed a raid without a team member dying. That'll that change. Very that's le- it was less than a percent, and there was like a half a percent actually have the platinum. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get that soon. I'm only hopefully. two away. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Wait, like, so wait to get platinum. Yeah, obviously the the teammate not dying in a raid. What's your other one? Hard uh, raid? salvage. Oh, you have capture oh. zones and salvage, but that only comes around like every Iron Banner. So yeah, and I, I don't usually think I've ever caught. played salvage. Yeah, me either. No. Well, this has been a great Destiny minute. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> no, I feel like the, since Steve and I are done with work now, our like well, our hold real on job, now. I got other jobs coming up. Our our, re, our, our real main job. job, our main job, our main job. Yeah, I, I, I got played Destiny jobs. for like the first time in like three weeks. Yeah, and it was fun. Right, it was. So it is a great game. Mm-hmm. I've never said that it's not. We'll we'll talk more Destiny in a couple weeks. The Destiny yes. show, Destiny show, density. Den- you're my density. Neil, what else did you play this week? Um, well, I downloaded those, uh, free PlayStation games, and while I haven't played Guacamelee, Melee yet, I, I did play, out. well, I played it a little bit on Vita, so mm-hmm. I kind of, like, know about right. it, so, but I'm just, but I've been playing Ether 1, Okay. and it's, like, I have no idea what the hell is going on, but I like it. Mm. <laughs> okay, so, describe. It reminds me of high school. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. But, uh... It's it's essentially like a mist style game where you are like mist meets inception because it's kind of like you're brought into the memories of this woman to try to figure out like what event caused this whole like psychotic episode. Okay. Um but it's not like is this the Alzheimer's game that it's like you're in the memories of someone who doesn't remember yeah, anything. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like Alzheimer's the video game. Yeah, and it's in basically fact, like I think the developer made this game because someone in their family went through Alzheimer's. like some kind of yeah. Okay. Degenerative yeah. memory. But it's disease. basically, you know, you just walk through like this port town and in like it's it's like a mining town where some incident happened and you're basically going through it trying to piece together all these puzzles and of course like there's no one there there's notes to be read to like figure out what to do and i think the whole premise of the game is you can pretty much go through it and beat it without doing any of the extra stuff to find out anything about anyone else but there are like some difficult puzzles to mm-hmm. try to like figure out and do which i haven't but okay. what's um, what's like the the you just run gameplay like are you just running around is it is it yeah barely i mean you're uh, literally just walking walking around it's one of those walking games things. yeah it's a it's, walking simulator it's um first person right yeah yeah okay so I, I mean essentially it's like mist but you actually move instead of like click from frame to frame mm-hmm. that's really all it is okay. did you play gone home no it seems like it's, it's like that kind of like well not not really. Well, like yeah, that, but, but it's like a walk. That's a walking simulator. That's a walking simulator. The art style is awesome, though. Yeah, Everything I do agree. looks pretty hand drawn. The only thing is, uh, man, it makes my PlayStation fan run. <sighs> okay, so I was gonna check this out because we were talking about this earlier this week, and I've heard good things about it on Twitter. So I was gonna download it yesterday, and it's like a three and a half gig game. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that, so I let it download overnight. Yeah. And I when I turned it on, it was like, like dropping. It was like lagging really yeah. hard. And then when I booted it up and tried to start playing, I went to options, and there's no invert Y-axis option for the controller. And I play inverted, and I can yeah. only play inverted, so I could not play this game. Hmm. I got to the very first part where you click to open the door, and then I realized I really couldn't do this, so is, I turned it off. Does PS4 that. have a system-wide fix for that? Because no. you can remap buttons right, on PS4, but, but not invert the... I, I checked Twitter... Um, or actually I googled it and I saw Twitter where someone tweeted the same problem at the developer and he said oh yeah we'll have a patch up in about 24 hours and that was on May 5th and oh. today is May 8th Yeah. so it was really disappointing because the little yeah. bit of the art style did look great and it seemed really interesting and I wanted to talk to you about it on this show but I couldn't play it yeah it's it's really cool like I I don't know I kind of just have been walking around and I don't like I've figured out like now I'm in the the, the industrial area, Ooh. but I, I kind of don't even really know how I got there. Like, mm-hmm. so it sounds know, like you're playing Bloodborne. Yeah, essentially. 
It sounds it sounds like it's the same. But uh, game. but yeah, it lost. does it yeah. does have some like running issues on the PS4. I mean, I've had multiple instances where it seems like it froze for about two minutes, and then will it's kind of like back let up. you start playing again. And then there's like pretty much any new area change, it like the frame rate drastically drops. I mean, is it was it I like mean, even the does yours like when it starts loading up the Unreal Four logo? Yes. it's very that's laggy. Really like, yeah. uh, is it supposed to be doing this? This is really weird. Yeah, mine does that every single time I load. Is it up just like a lack though. of optimization, or is it just like an intensive game even on PC? I don't know. I, I mean, I've always known that you know that cell shading style wasn't exactly an easy style to like make, but I'm sure it. Some like I don't know. It, it might just not be truly optimized for PlayStation Four because it seems like I mean of all games to make my fan run, my system yep, runs so not, loud and hot that doesn't feel like it should be that one. I guess. But, I, I mean, know. even Destiny, <laughs> I, like I can't hear anything on my PlayStation. It's you know barely using any power. But yeah, I don't know. But I, I mean, I, yeah, it's a cool game. Okay. Well, hopefully they will patch it soon because I do want to yeah. check it out. I've heard positive things on Twitter. Um, you played anything else this week? Uh, no, no. Okay, that's really about it. Yeah. Steven, who is trying to put lint on the microphone. This is I don't know, it's paper or something. Did yeah. you play anything this week? Yeah, I did download Guacamelee on um Super Turbo Championship yeah. Edition, and I played a little bit of it on Vita, mm-hmm. and it it looks prettier on the PlayStation Four. Right. So I did, guess they redid like the graphics a little bit. I don't know, or maybe the detail just scales the, well. That's what I was going to ask, because the problem... I played that game all on Vita, because the problem I had when I played it on PlayStation 3 is everything was too small. Oh, well, sometimes it's tiny, but then sometimes okay. it's huge. Because, you know? I mean, big screen TV, but I thought it would scale appropriately where it looked pretty and the environments were so big, but right. like the dude was so small on the bottom of the screen. Sometimes my dude is really tiny. But when I played it on Vita, I guess it's right there on my face. That's, yeah. That wasn't an issue. Plus, I sit like right in front of my 55-inch, like I'm like 7 inches, the heat. You, know, <laughs> you can feel it emitting. Um, yeah, I downloaded the little character pack too because it was like a dollar, mm-hmm. and I guess the, all that lets you do is play as other characters right, in the see, game. That was never a thing I did either. We should probably or Neil looking more at Neil. Steven always says he's going to play games with me, and he doesn't. But you can play Guacamelee Co-op. I think. Can I, you do it online, or is it just? I don't know. Yeah, because because when you're, when I'm playing, it it's got players you know one two three and four at the top of the screen. Now you it's just four. literally press start. I yeah. think on the before is only two. Maybe that's yeah, an addition for Super Turbo Championship. Four players for sure. Well, then we should all play if, Melee. I wonder if there, if you do mul- multiple players, does it add more enemies? Because it would get kind of boring. It's, it's got to scale. Same, yeah, same number of enemies. I guess for those who missed Guacamelee last year, it's like a it's like a 2D side-scrolling Metroidvania style yes. game, but instead of shooting things, you punch them because you're a luchador. Beat them up. And you get certain punches, like an uppercut that makes your, your guy glow blue or green or whatever it is. You can uppercut through those blocks. Yeah, there's block tons of areas. environment puzzles. And but I have not played the, the DLC part of it yet. Oh, me Maybe neither. So yeah. check out. I also downloaded uh, Arcana Heart 3 on Vita because it was on sale for like 10 bucks. It's a fighting game? Yeah. Okay. It is an all-girl fighting all-girl game. All-girl fighting game. It's, it's not the first all-girl fighting. fighting game. Oh, uh, anime. Uh, you, yeah. Remember Gals Fighter on Neo Geo Pocket? That was a good one. The SNK All Girls fighting game. I guess no, nobody played that here. I don't think okay. so. Well, that was a good game. That was like 15 years ago. So, um, but yeah, this game's good. It's uh, one of those um, Arc System fighting games. So, yeah. do they make all of just the anime fighters? Yeah, pretty they do, much. Don't they do Blaz Blue? Yeah, and they do Persona. 
Yeah. They do all the do they do guilty gear? They don't they do, also do they guilty do guilty gear. gear? Yeah. yeah. And okay. Arcana Heart Three. Okay. Yeah. Or at least they used to do guilty gear. I don't know if I think they got it they got the license. Yeah, that was them. They, yeah. yeah, they got it back. Yeah. It's it's very difficult, man. I got all the way up to the, like the first boss and just the story mode for a random character that I picked, mm-hmm. and I was doing really well up until the final boss, and then nope. Yeah. Is there an actual like story? Oh yeah, man. I'm skipping past all that. Like, there's so much talking, and <laughs> there's always a story. I just press start fighters. over and over because I don't care. Well, I'm not really adept on the anime fighter mm-hmm. genre, Vaughn. Well, you played you played Persona, not the story. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a visual novel. Oh, okay, but yeah. you know, I haven't played the story in that, right. so I didn't know. The only story mode I've played in games are Tekken and Mortal Kombat. Night Fighter. <laughs> Pretty much like every fighting game, even like Marvel and Street Fighter have stories. And well, see, I like that though because it's just two panels when you beat the yeah. game of the character. I can yeah. digest that a little better. Like the anime fighters have like cutscenes. That's what I mean. <laughs> the there's no, there's no animated cutscenes. Okay. It's just pictures of the characters and they talk before them. Yeah. So. But that game's cool because you pick one of, I don't know, 19 girl characters, and then you have mm-hmm. to pick, like, a persona to go along with them or something. It's like Ar- a robot. It's what is, okay, see, so you know. Yeah. I had the original. The title, Steven. Yeah, I had the original Ar- Arcana Heart on PlayStation 2 way back in the day. That was one of those. It was, like, the glory time for fighting games on PlayStation because every fighting game from every. It was, like, $20 no matter what. You know, <laughs> yeah. we had the Samurai Showdown anthology. It's $20. King of Fighters, 98 you know, twenty dollars. Here mm-hmm. you go. Or King of Fighters, uh, two thousand. I don't know. All those SNK fighting games, all the Guilty Gear stuff. All Everything the, was twenty dollars, and it was all just like you get every fighting game you wanted. Like Street Fighter Three, that's on here. Like who cares? Now every game comes at full price. Well, yeah, and then we're lucky to even get some fighting games. I yeah, because there's tons of stuff in Japan that never didn't Melty Blood eventually actually get published like by a legit. And we've never. Well, I don't, I don't know too much about that. Melty Blood's yeah, never yeah. come out in America. I don't know anything it's about Melty College. Yeah, totally. My laptop, so. I imagine it did, but I don't know. Is this only on Vita, or is this also on I think the it's PlayStation console? 3 as well. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> not PlayStation 4, not yet. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. They'll put it out, like, in six months, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I love, the Vita is a great system for 2D fighters. I really love the D-pad yes. on that system. So. I agree. Well, even with the PS4 controller playing Mortal Kombat on that, yeah. it feels really good. Yeah. Because I don't have a Mortal Kombat fight stick. Uh, yeah. Speaking, of, I have one if you want it. No, oh, that's okay. <laughs> it sits in my closet. Yeah, I have two fight sticks that just sit on my bedroom floor. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, speaking of anime bullshit, Vaughn, you've been playing an anime fighter as well, am I right? I have been playing the new version of Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma because that came out recently in Japan. So but not cool. here in the States? No, it'll come a little bit later, though. I think it's scheduled for a summer release in the States. Is this a PlayStation 4 game? PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3. That's what I'm making it'll, it'll also come out for PlayStation 4. I think it's already out on Xbox One, too, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, did you import this, or are you just playing a friend's copy? Import. Okay, so how how is it compared? Did they just make one of these last year? Uh, yeah, it was the original Chrono Phantasma. So what is different in this one? Uh, two new characters were added. That's what they new. always do. Okay. Uh, Blasblo. It's always yeah. two new characters. And okay, like uh, balance changes, that sort of thing. Pretty much normal fighting game things. Okay, so why not? Can you, if you have the original, can you just download those characters, or do you have to buy the new edition to get uh, these characters? You have to buy this edition. So it's not like a Street Fighter where they sell it on disc, but you can also just keep upgrading your vanilla right. version of Street Fighter. And this is every iteration of Blast okay. Blue. Yeah. When there is a it new is a, version, it's, it's, a, separate, it, it's for a separate entity. $60. And people don't like 
raise cane about this like they do on everything else on the internet. I think it was only forty dollars. Oh, that was oh, well, a little better. <laughs> that's really good. I can get four whole new characters for just thirty dollars in Mortal Kombat Vaughn. Now you're making that sound like a good deal. <laughs> There are other features in it, but I can't read Japanese, so I don't know. The main <laughs> things that I was looking for were the characters and the changes and all the different cha- character mechanics and crap. So, so you're gonna buy this again when it comes out in English? Probably. Okay. Just to like make sure I can actually like, read things. Like, I don't <laughs> mind giving Arxis my money. They're a good company and they make yeah. good games. So okay. it is whatever. Yeah, just looking for a new fighting game to play. We have a very strong anime scene here in Louisiana. Okay. In Louisiana. Oh, man. It slips. You heard <laughs> so, it, right? Yeah. We'll so edit that out. I'll plug it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else have you been up to? Uh, well, a lot of my friends have recently gotten me back into FF13. Oh, not because... you too. <laughs> yeah. Because it's very popular with them, and I want to see what the what the whole shebang is about it. Because I originally finished only the first game, but apparently it gets better after that. That's what I hear. So. I was actually another one of our friends posted that he was playing Final Fantasy XIII a few months ago, and I was gonna restart it because I had started for the first four hours, and then like Type of, Type Zero came out with the fifteen demo, so I was like, well, I'm just gonna play that. And I didn't play that either, so. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe I'll start this thirteen quest with no, because you play games way faster than I do, so you're probably I mean, like already done with this one, right? No, <laughs> I I'm playing through it like one chapter at a time. There's like thirteen chapters in it. Oh, Final wow. Fantasy thirteen. What a coincidence! <laughs> so it it is whatever. I mean. need to make it through the second one to play the third one because the third one is made by Triace. Yeah, so that means it has to be good. <laughs> at least the gameplay, which yeah. that's all I care about. Yeah, same here. Exactly. So are you liking it more on your second go-round, or less, or about the same? I can't really say, because I'm only two chapters in. Okay. When was the last time we'll you played see. it? Long time ago, when it first came out. But you I did don't even know when it? it came out. Like, you finished 13? Oh, yeah, I finished it. Wow. See, I would, and you're playing it again. Yeah. Because you just you want to go to 13 too, I guess, after that. Okay. Yeah, so I, I figured I would just replay it. I have all of those. I just, you know, I played... Like four hours of thirteen the day it came out, and I haven't touched it since. I fell asleep by thirteen the day it came out. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean you just press X and just go to sleep and wake yeah, up, and now you're level true. like ten. <laughs> the intro to that game is so much like seven. Yeah, yeah it is. That's very funny. true. That's true. Um, for me, like I said, I had a lot of problems trying to play games this week. Like I tried to play, high. yeah, I tried to play either one that didn't work. I got review codes for uh, Zen Pinball yeah. or uh, Star Wars Rebels and Age of Ultron, and I put in the codes on my PlayStation Four because that's what I did before, and I was like, download the PS3 code, uh, and I was like, wait, did they send me the wrong one? Yeah, and I go check the email. It's like, if you have problems with doing codes, a PS3 code. So if you redeem it on your PlayStation Three, you can import it to your PS4 tables. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do all of that. It's easy. All you got to do is turn your PS3 on. And then download it there and then turn yeah. it switch back. I didn't want to do all that. I wanted to play uh, a game right now. Well, then. that's your fault, too. Because either one was downloading at that time. Yeah. Mm. So then I turned on my 3DS, which needed an update. Yeah. And for some reason, it wouldn't connect to my, my router last night. So after messing with that for like an hour, I finally got it updated. And then I put in Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. So I started playing. It was like 1 a.m. by this time? Pretty much, because then that needed to update too, because I couldn't update that until (laughs) I updated 3DS. That game has like a four-hour intro. It does. probably not the best time to... That's why I played it for like 20 minutes last night and fell asleep. Yeah. And then I played it for like two hours this morning. Yeah. So 
I made it to like the first dungeon of that game. Has anybody else played this at this stage? Yeah, on the Either. Wii, like I played it four years Wii. ago. Okay. Yep. All right, so I guess I'm the only one yeah. late to this party. But I'm playing it on the uh, the, the 3DS. And I made it to that first dungeon where you, you finally get like your party of three with Rain and Mortal Kombat's Rain. Sophia. Yeah. What's her name? Sophidia. That's <laughs> Soul Calibur. <laughs> this game is just filled filled with fighting game characters. It's That's weird. it. It, it's interesting because it has like a battle mechanic, but it seems very MMO y. Yeah, totally. And also has like social links. I don't remember that, but I'll you, take your When you talk to it. people, if they're named, you can trade stuff with them, but you can also build their affinity towards you or something, which means how much they like you, or I guess maybe like Harvest Moon. Okay. And then when you go to certain points, there's like heart to heart moments, and if you have both characters in your party, they're like, oh, do you remember when we watched the sunset together when we were kids? Nope. It was great. Oh. And then you build your affinity that way too. When you, when, once that maxes out, I don't know. But you have babies. Probably. Yeah. And then you play the you. baby stories. <laughs> But in the combat is interesting for sure because it's not it's active but not really but it sort reminds of. me of yeah. Final Fantasy uh, what was it twelve a little bit oh see I didn't like yep. that I don't really remember it much but yeah you set up your macros right and auto target which also helps towards like the MMO kind of feel right because when you're in open fields the enemies don't attack you unless you attack them first but once you get in the dungeon if they see you they'll come after you because you choose to attack them and it's kind of auto attack until you choose to do something different yeah. right. And, but it's kind of cool because it's based off your location. So, like, the backslash that I've heard too many times in Smash Brothers works better if you're behind them. Yeah. Like, the side slash and everything. Like, like, what it's actually used for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My least favorite thing about the 3DS version is that there's no audio option. Like, like I didn't play right. the Wii version with um, the, the British terrible British accents. Yeah. I played it with the Japanese voice acting. That might be better. But then the point, I'd just be reading it the whole time, and then I'd probably fall asleep, just like when I played Daganrapa. Yeah. But I'm actually, it was a slow start, and it had way too many tutorials. Yeah. But I'm kind of actually digging it now. <laughs> then don't start 13 again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm always so hesitant to want to start new games, because it's just like so a... much talking and so much, this is how you open a menu and upgrade your shit. No, duh. I mean, 13 is a tutorial through 10 chapters. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hate. Isn't there yeah. a tutorial before the final boss? Yeah. <laughs> there is, actually. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, well, Destiny is. has a 10-hour tutorial, so well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's even longer than that, I'm sure. But how long of a game is this? Did, do you know? It took me like 50 to 55 hours oh, to be. Like, it's into. an RPG, man. Man, I know, but like... That was RPGs a game that like was a breath of fresh air to me in JRPGs. It's mm -hmm. like... Because I hadn't like played or really completed one in a while. And then I like played that and I was like, alright. Yep. Well, all right, they, they can still be fun. I was a little um, upset at first because it's one of those things where you only control the character you are, and I like when you can control everyone, but then you can switch your party leader and then you can play as them, so that's kind of a cool little little trade-off. I'm actually, I really want to start playing this game because I'm sure that I have Xenoblade Chronicles X at E3, and that game just like looks amazing. The cover like wants me to buy this game just by looking at the cover and it has huge robots, so it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. I think I'm going to stick with this one and maybe start Final Fantasy XIII. Maybe not. Maybe not fun. I'm it's sorry. up to you. It's whatever. <laughs> it's fine. So that that's been about it for me. Hopefully, I can start playing more things now that I have a little more free time on my hands. A little, a little bit more free time. A lot more. So no one played uh, the new Wolfenstein. No, I, I still need to finish the old, the old one. And I own it. I want to finish it. I'm actually gonna game. like. I was waiting until this coming week to buy it because. Yeah. In Europe, they're getting a physical edition, so I'm going to import that. That's cool, yeah. Is it just the DLC or is it the game and the DLC? 
just the DLC. Oh, okay. So it's like, I mean, to import it, it's like 26 bucks. So it's like $5 more, more than it would yeah. be. Or, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I bought, I got the uh, the new order last year on Amazon for like 10 bucks, but I haven't played it. Maybe it's I should a check great it out. Game. It is really good. What if I've never played a Wolfenstein ever? Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll move into news. Um, speaking of pinball, another reason I want to play those pinball tables is because they announced another pinball table for Zen Pinball with Portal. Sweet. That's kind of cool, right? I like Portal. Cake is a lie. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, okay. yeah. But do you have portals the, where the ball goes? And I sure as fuck hope so. <laughs> there's no voice acting. Oh, that's depressing. There's, so there's no new it's recording. It's like GLaDOS no, being a Well, there's no you. new dialogue. Oh, so yeah. she's still saying sure. just clips. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, for real, because that'd be kind of boring if it wasn't just GLaDOS insulting your shots yeah. every single time. And yeah, since this is in pinball and it's not real, if they don't have like a portal section sure. that you can send your ball through, I'll be severely disappointed. Uh, exciting. A couple news bits for Neil on the top. Uh, pretty much as I was uploading the show last week, Microsoft came out and announced an Xbox One uh, Halo 5 bundle will be yep. coming later this year. And that's about all he said about that. There's no details, no pricing, no what it's going to look like, other than someone tweeted, oh, you're going to like it. Yep. Is this, gonna, is this the one you're going to get? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, I definitely want an Xbox One for Halo. If mm -hmm. that system is atrocious then no i'm not gonna get it that's true but uh i mean i'm gonna get an xbox one when halo 5 comes out okay regardless. just whether you get the black I, and one plus i'm also kind of like waiting to look on it too because i'm also a very big i don't want the game as a digital that's right copy. microsoft is like to do so that. if it's like the system with the game i may just like still order a physical copy of the mm -hmm. game and maybe like give the code to someone else or something you could sell the code probably so, yeah. like 40 50 bucks that's mm -hmm. true What's y'all's favorite Halo Xbox? I have the limited edition green original Xbox. Oh, yeah. too. That That's the Halo one I have. Mm -hmm. I liked the Halo 3 one, mainly just because I really wanted that Spartan green controller. I the remember 360. that. I looked like, like the, cargo. Like yeah. The system itself looked like a... I like the Reach one, too. That one was pretty cool. The, the silver the one. one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, that no, I'm thinking bad. of 4. Was 4, like, the clear one? That was the one? clear one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, oh, I remember the silver one. Yeah. yeah. It makes those, like, halo noises. I never got that, on. but I did get a controller. Yeah. controller. Yeah. Those were cool. Yeah, I bought that original Xbox with a copy of Ninja Gaiden in black, and then I, like, I probably... Yeah. That's exactly and what I did. That was when I got an original Xbox. <laughs> threw the copy of Halo in the garbage. Really oh, come halo. on. Halo's a good game. I mean, by then, it was, like, 2003... And okay. Halo. I, no, Halo Two. What is am I gonna do with Halo? I don't play. I didn't play it then. So, yeah, good game. Just I didn't mm -hmm. want to play it. So, uh, more exciting news for Neil, I'm sure, is uh, Project Ukulele, now titled Ukulele. Uh, Kickstarter went up last Friday, and it hit its goal in less than an hour. Yeah, they were trying to awesome. raise. Well, I haven't converted here. About two hundred seventy thousand U.S. dollars, and they hit that in about forty minutes. Yeah. And at this point, as of this recording, they're at 2.2 million U.S. dollars, which is insane. It sounds like a lot of money, but it's not really a lot of money. Like to, to for, even for make Kickstarter, a, I mean, we haven't had a Kickstarter hit this big since like Broken Age. Or well, what was uh, that one game? Mighty Number no. Nine. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. That too. There was one like space combat game. Oh, that's still, uh, oh, that's well, that's off raised, the Kickstarter. Now, yeah, but they've raised like 40 million dollars. Yeah, that's because people were paying like 10,000 yeah. dollars for a ship. Right. Yeah. But considering it doesn't please that, I mean, aren't there tax the implications? Even raising two million dollars, it's it's really only because you're going to owe like half that back in taxes. But 
People obviously want this game. Yeah, I, I want this game. Almost yeah. forty-five thousand backers at this point, and it hasn't even been live for a full week. Yeah, it's uh, from the people who made Banjo Kazooie, or some of them, the ex-rare guys making a spiritual successor. And instead of it being a bear with a what was Kazooie? It's a bird. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a chameleon with a bat, bat. on its back, yeah. and it jumps and flies around and looks a lot like Banjo Kazooie. I will totally buy this game, but I won't kickstart it. How come? Because why? Why should I do that? What's the point of doing? That? I guess that's true. I they just have want, like special. I didn't kickstart Mighty Number no. Nine, but I'll buy it the day it comes out. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it all just depends. I mean, I kickstarted Mighty Number no. Nine because I wanted the physical yeah, copy. Yeah, and if I wanted any of that stuff, the, yeah. I mean, if you don't want it, there's shame. no point. Right. Kickstarting you you kickstarted right. Amplitude for two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, I did. And so why do that when you just? Because I wanted it. the vinyl yeah, and I wanted the shirt and I wanted the game credit and. So it's just all the the extra stuff they throw in there. Yeah. Plus, yeah, when you do Kickstarter and stuff like that, you got to factor that into your cost too. Like all those T-shirts oh, yeah. to make, all those vinyls to make. Shirts that, ain't that free, buddy. Bottom line, exactly. Vinyl records ain't mm-hmm. free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you're also paying salaries for employees for two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Neil, have you have you Kickstarted this? I know you talked about it. Not for a yet. While. Not I yet. still plan on it though. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna do like one of the like eighty dollar. Isn't editions. there one where you get a N64 cartridge? Yeah, that one's USB. like I think it's like six hundred bucks. What? That's yeah. expensive. Wow. Yeah, it's like five hundred and thirty-five. I thought like the hundred dollar version. Wait, let's see. No, the hundred dollar yeah. version is like as of right now, it's a box PC version, a T-shirt, and like all the rewards and stuff, and like. That's what I've been kind of waiting on. I've been waiting to see if like the rewards would be a boxed PS4 version now that they've hit it to where it's going to release on day and one and stuff. I'm getting a boxed PS4 version of Mighty Number no. 9, and I yeah. didn't kickstart that because mm-hmm. that's just coming to retail. Right. So. I might do the 64. That's how, but it's, how much is it? Like it's, five. it's 535 US dollars. Yeah. Just go buy a copy of All-Star Baseball and then print <laughs> out a new sticker. <laughs> To cover the All Star baseball, and it's sticker. also like it's a cart version that plugs into yeah, your PC. It like is it's just not, like a USB thing. It is not sure. an N sixty four. It's game. not going to be an N sixty four game. It's not Although one of the things Damn. that they just made it as one of their stretch goals was an N sixty four like shader mode. Yeah. So that's really that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, that's and then they cool. also made the stretch goal for the new quote unquote DK rap. I mean, it obviously won't be called the DK, DK rap. GK rap. Yeah. Yeah. The Y L rap. Greg Kirkhope. Yeah, Greg yeah. Kirkhope. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Vaughn, you like? Do you like banjo? I do like banjo. Are you gonna? Are you gonna kickstart this? Or are you just gonna wait for? It I've to already out? kickstarted it. Oh, what'd you do Hell it at? Yeah. I, I just put in fifty bucks for it. Okay, so it's like the so. what is the fifty dollar? The digital deluxe and demo, or just the digital deluxe? I or you just threw fifty it, bucks at them and you're like, whatever I, I get this. I, I just threw fifty dollars at them. <laughs> give me like, that. Give game. me that game. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So yeah, I didn't even care. I just wanted it. <laughs> It still has 39 days to go. Yep. I wonder if they'll meet their goal. I wonder. They're all, almost at, uh, what, like a 1,000% of How has the, since, so the first day, the first couple of days of the support was explosive, but mm-hmm. how has it been it's, since then? It's kind of slowed down. I know uh, when I checked it a few days ago, I think it was at like 1.8 million. I would, I'd be interested to pull up the kick track to see that right. chart. Well, that's typically yes. a lot of them, especially when high-profile games like this come out. They're going to be huge at the beginning. Yeah, they're all front-loaded. Front front, and yeah. then they usually kind of pick up towards the end. Right. But since this one hit its goal so quickly, I don't know they if people to, are like, well, I'm going to wait and see if it gets funded before I you know, pledge yeah. mine at the end because this already has it. Yeah. It's just how high can it go. They, do they keep adding goals? Cause yeah. yeah. Otherwise, there's no point. The, the latest yeah. one they added was for 1.5 million pounds which they don't have a conversion was it like 3 million dollars 
I think something like that. It's yeah. uh, it's an orchestral score. Orchestral. Additional funding helps us to uh, continue yeah. to polish the game to the nth degree. Yeah, I would rather like a chiptunes version of the soundtrack mm-hmm. than an orchestra version. Well, I don't the, know. The the music's being done by David Wise. Yeah, I know so. that. But I would <laughs> I'd want like a deconstructed version of the music from both him and Greg Kirkhope. Mm-hmm. Like I think it'd be yeah. more. I just I get bored with orchestra soundtracks because it's just too sweeping to me. It's mm-hmm. it's almost I don't know. I just I. I love the original banjo music, and I love all the Donkey Kong, you know, music from right. those games. But I think it'd be interesting to have like Game Boy versions of those soundtracks. The little snip they had of the music from Ukulele sounded. Yeah, uh, I've listened so to it. It sounded yeah, great. It's it's awesome. It's it's funny because the now we're switching to pounds because that's what they're really raising it in. Yeah. Um, the last one I knew of was the million dollar one, which would get simultaneous releases on Wii U, Xbox, and PS4. And then they added one for one point one million, which was the the GK rap. Mm-hmm. And one point two million is a is a let's play. Yeah. A developer <laughs> let's play. All right. Commentary. Thing. Okay. And then at one point five, it's just an orchestral score. So if they hit that, I wonder if they'll just keep adding them. Got to. Yeah, you have to keep dangling the carrot on the string yeah, in front you can't of you, right? Just not add it. So, congrats to them for hitting that, and we'll see yeah. because Broken Age hit 3.3 million on Kickstarter, and and Mighty Number no. Nine hit what four, four and yeah, a half, like, like 4.2 or 4.4 or something like that. Right. So we'll see if we if it can. Uh, in total, it was like 3.9 on Kickstarter, but they, yeah, they, they went up more. to like four and a half because they had PayPal donations. Yeah. Even Mighty Number no. Nine, you can still donate. Yeah, to. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even Amplitude. Amplitude too, yeah. as well. Uh, I guess we'll stick with the kind of rare news. Uh, they came out and said uh, Rareware from Microsoft now. They're going to announce a new game at E3. Banjo-Kazooie 3. You think it's going to be a banjo to kind of go against this? Yeah. I, it's uh, probably not going to be good. <laughs> um, I mean... I. I know there was like a lot of speculation about Battletoads, I think especially it's gonna be Battletoads. with them in Shovel Knight, like you said, and then like Phil Spencer wearing the shirt. But there's just been so many banjo drops lately, like where Phil Spencer said, you know, I'd like to see him in Smash Four. But there's um, that thing with the um... I know, but like another thing was like there was recently an Xbox One like tech demo that mm-hmm. was straight up Banjo Kazooie World. Oh really? Yeah, like it was just everything. About the world, except without. What if they're doing the both? Thing. I think it's going to be a new Wizards and Warriors game. <laughs> it's been way too long since Rare. Made and uh, what's his face, Grant, um, the last guy to leave him before he left for Platonic. Um, he basically said, like, "Well, I know what project they're working on. I can't say anything, but let's just say Banjo fans are going to be excited." Hmm, that's interesting. But I do know that who? What was that game they announced last year at E3? Rare card? No, um, at the Microsoft press conference. Oh yeah, the, the original um, Xbox game. A lot of people are excited about. It's not going to be Conquer either, because Conquer's coming in Project Spark. So I don't right. think he's already in Con- Project. Spark. But whatever yeah. that game is, I can't think of. I'm not going to yeah. check it now. They when they went to Microsoft to see what IPs are on the table to like start making stuff for them, Microsoft's like, oh, anyone you want except Battletoads, not on the yeah. table. So that's why a lot of people are thinking or that too. So I don't know. Yeah, Battletoads. I mean. I don't know. I, I think there's more of a want for Banjo than Battletoads. But I feel like everyone who wants Banjo is just going to do this. Why not get both? You know? Yeah, sure I mean, I would I would play well, both. Yeah, there seem to be... Granted, granted, I'm probably... I am, honestly, more excited for Ukulele. Mm-hmm. But Banjo 3 is still something that, if it comes out, like... I mean, it's something I've always wanted. So, right. hell yeah. Well, I know a lot of people were mixed on Nuts and Bolts when it came out. 
I mean, we're assuming it's going to be Banjo 3, but if Nuts and Bolts 2. They're not going to do that. (laughs) They will not do that. I I think they probably want to avoid Nuts and Bolts. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was shit. It definitely... It like definitely it was a very wrong. polarizing game. Well, it definitely was not Banjo Kazooie Three. I thought it was right. hilarious, but the, yeah, <laughs> the, the game intro. completely did nothing but make fun of itself, <laughs> um, which kind of shows that it was bad. I guess. No, I, I thought like it was it was, it was interesting. I, I can't say I exactly had the most fun playing it or anything, but it was it was interesting. It was still nice to see the world in such good graphics. Yeah, it was even nice, if you but... were. Lego rolling around the cart the whole time. Yeah, I just <laughs> really like the that intro. Was, that was the problem with them, I think. Like, there was just no, there was just no reason to ever get out of your vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> which was very even though you had the option of doing so, and like you could just run around as just regular banjo kazooie. But like, there, there was, was there nothing was no, to do in the world yeah, unless exactly. you were on your. And you were slow. They're like there was no point in ever getting out of your vehicle. Unlike Sonic drives a car, where there's like every point to get out of your vehicle because you're Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. So yeah, I guess we'll see in a couple, in a few weeks. Uh, also, uh, more news coming out of E3. I feel like I just need like bumper music for E3 at this point because I think like every week going bum, forward, bum, bum. we're gonna have E3 news. So maybe wow. you already heard that because we already had our first E3 story. Wow. We'll see. Uh, Sega came out and said they're not gonna have a booth at E3 this year. Smart move. They said they're focusing on yeah. their relocation to their new offices in Southern California. They don't have like an Alien game this year, right? To show. Or really a Sonic or game. Some, well, they may. We don't. Well, they, know may. they said they're still going to be at E3, but they'll be in their you know other booths. Like yeah. if there is a Sonic game, will be at Nintendo's booth. Or... Th- this isn't the first year that Sega has not had a booth at E3. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like ten years ago they didn't have a booth uh-huh. one year. But man, for one year their booth was in a room. That's like, weird. they were in one of the small conference rooms, yeah. and I just walked in, I was like, oh, this is Sega? Okay. Right. <laughs> Sega, the Sega booth always have a special plate in my, place in my heart, because the first booth you and I went to, Neil, my first Man, E3 you guys 2011. made a mistake. That was not a good idea. <laughs> the giant Did the you giant go there Sonic because no one else went there? Is that why? Because if there was no lines yeah. and I like Sonic? There's a reason why. Yeah. Reason why. That was when I showed off Sonic Generation, so <laughs> yeah. that was actually a good game. Yeah, yeah, that was actually a good year for them. I think I was at E3 the year of Sonic. I don't remember. No, because that was 2011. Really? And I feel like not. I played Sonic Generations at E3, but maybe it was some other terrible. <laughs> maybe it was that's, Colors. That's, a, that's another game that yeah, Adam I used did to play Colors play play all colors. the way through. And another game that Adam used to play all the way through. <laughs> Damn right, I know. I started Colors. I just need to go finish, finish Colors. It. One yeah. year, uh, the Sega booth had a Shadow the Hedgehog uh, statue with his gun. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because the way that he was standing, it was like execution style. Like so, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people would like kneel in front of the gun, like with their head. To the, you know. Was That's that great. the year of Shadow the Destroyer? <laughs> yeah, it was 2004, 2000, oh, like 2004, 2005. I had that game on my PlayStation. I love that game, even though it's terrible. <laughs> do you remember when they like kicked me out the line to play Vanquish so that yeah, I that do. chick could come play? Yeah, you were like. You were waiting, but there was, I guess, someone with a press badge, yeah. um, so you got cut. And the and the lady from Sega like walked up, and she was like, I'm sorry, we just have to get them in there. And I was like, that's okay, Sega never releases anything good anyway. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you. It's, good. Yeah. It's, fu- it's funny. I, I remember you, you, know, you told me that story, and 2012, I think, I had my press badge for the Reveille, yeah. and I had a Square Enix appointment. I went and saw like Tomb Raider, and they put a sticker on my badge so I could play the games, and I thought it would just be like, and behind the closed doors, you could play the game. They're like, nope, just go up to a line and tell them you're pressed and they'll let you in front. And I did not do that. Like, I just either waited or I just didn't play the Square games. Because I did not want to be that dick who did that yeah. to, to someone else that they did that to you, Neil. So your story stuck with me. 
I just oh, I just yeah. want you to know that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. No For problem. All of me. us out there at E3 who <laughs> are not press. So does that mean like Sega loses their spot now? So isn't I mean, wasn't um, the big deal of Konami had to I keep mean, their spot with their like airport hangar There's carpet? plenty of spots, so that wouldn't you matter. You can hang out in the back with it, like yeah, Nvidia. If you've been to E3 in the past couple of years, it's half of uh, what South Hall South Hall is like just seats yeah and a lounge area that's true you know so it, who cares if they lose their spot because there's plenty of space it's not like e3 from 10 years ago where they were using the parking garage under right. south hall which is called kenty hall mm-hmm. i mean that that used to be fully you know, you know right there were no spaces there either so now the space is not an issue at e3 if you lose your booth whatever if you want another booth next year you can probably pay them the you know ten thousand dollars i don't know how much it costs for a booth it's probably a lot a lot yeah do you think they sell it like per square foot? So like oh, Atlas has like their smallest well, one and Sony's just, like 20 of those? Not just that, but also where the booth is. Because when you walk into South Hole, what do you see? The first booth. It's, it's, it's Electronic Arts. Yeah. yeah, and then Activision right next to them and Disney on the other side. So mm-hmm. it's um, not just the size of the booth, but also the location of that booth. That's true. And if you have a contract where if you've had the same spot, you know, you're probably guaranteed to get that for the next I year. guess this makes sense because in the four years I've gone, pretty much everything's been in the same location. Yeah. For the most part, Nintendo's booth gets weird because it like changes its shape. Sometimes yeah. it gets bigger, and I guess they can negotiate. Last year's more narrow. And, and then two years ago, I think was the first year that Microsoft was actually in the same hall as Sony and Nintendo because Microsoft used to be in South Hall. It used to be behind like uh, EA well, area, right? so that was yeah. a relatively new thing where all the first party people were in the same hall. And then Atlas so. has always been in there. Um, I guess I really wasn't paying attention my first year because I didn't really know what I was doing and I was just kind of following Neil around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Atlas is pretty much right when you walk into to West yeah. Hall. They're like right they're, there along They're with, usually uh, behind like GameSpot. Yeah. To the right. Yeah, GameSpot's right there too. And then is that where World of Tanks is and all those people? Yeah, World like, of Tanks is usually huge. in there. In the back on the left. On the left, yeah. Behind Sony. What am I thinking? I'm thinking of Sony like online where they have like DC Universe and – uh, and that won't be a thing, right? That's because true. Sony doesn't own that. I mean, oh, whatever, if that be. other company wants, that'll to be like the Twitch booth now, like right in front with just, all that Twitch money. Just Twitch, Twitch have a booth. They took over G four, G four booth a couple years ago, and G four kind of uh, you know dissolved. Yeah. Nokia used to have some pretty swanky booths. Really? Yeah. Back in the Engage days, <laughs> like you, if you wanted to relax, <laughs> Nokia's booth had the nicest couches to just lay on. They had these uh, waterfalls where. Whoa. Video were projected onto the waterfall. I was like, oh man, Nokia is going to be here forever. Uh, that didn't last very long. And Gizmodo, they had a crazy booth too. Oh man, yeah, I've, I've been through some. <laughs> Gizmodo had really nice couches. Um, what was that? Gree. Gree, Gree really cool was like, here, carpet. have this, you know, plastic tumbler with a drink of your choice. And we got so many of those. Play, just, yeah. Please play our shitty phone game. We'll give you a ticket where you can get all this stuff. Yeah, Resident Evil Four on. You know, non-smartphones was not that was not good. No, it wasn't, and it's probably not good on smartphones either. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Green. They were not at E3 last year or the year before. No. Yeah, I think yeah. 2013. No, you didn't go in 2013. 2012. Uh, 2012 was the last, last one they were that. Yeah. Because I was really excited to go back the next year and like stand on their plush carpet and yeah. get free tumbler drinks, but they weren't there. They weren't there. Uh, let's see. Remember last week when we talked about the Batman season pass for $40 and yes. all that nonsense? Yeah. Well, they, uh, I guess to calm the fuss a little bit, they came out with a few details on it where one of the stories, uh, it's all single player content. You play as Batgirl in Yay. a prequel story. There we go. Yay. It'd be cool. I guess. Why not? Sure. I'll still just wait for the game of the year edition. Yeah. To go 10 out down 10. to $30. 
Batmaners. Mm-hmm. And people were wondering who Batgirl is going to be, including me. Because I made that comment last yeah. week on the show. Like, are they going to do Batman, Batgirl next? But she's right. in a wheelchair. But that's why it's a prequel. Because it's still Barbara Gordon. Right. Spoilers. But it's a prequel story. Maybe it's going to be like the Killing Joke. It'll end with like the Killing Joke comic where that's how she becomes Oracle. Right. That'd be cool. That'd be a way for them to like sneakily bring Joker back in the game. Um, let's see. More Lego Dimensions news. Do you all like Scooby Doo? No. Okay. Do I you, never did. Do you all like <laughs> even Portal? as a child? Yeah, I like Portal or yeah. The Simpsons. I used to, yeah, the first seven seasons, pretty good. Because all of those franchises will be coming to Lego Dimensions, according like to uh, Walmart's website. Just Minecraft. You should take all the licenses that Minecraft has, because The Simpsons are in Minecraft. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Portal is not. You don't like Scooby Doo? I've no, never, not, not mm. even as a child. I never <laughs> liked Scooby Doo. Is that weird? <laughs> Yeah, I never did. I never liked watching it. Okay. I don't know why. I'm just curious how all the these... the same thing every episode. I guess. Yeah. I just... I never watched the movies, never watched the cartoons, never liked it. I just wonder how, like, this and, like, Lego The Wizard of Oz is going to... How that's going to work in the game. Like, do am I going to run around Scooby-Doo and find clues and Maybe. pull a mask off somebody or... Yeah. Just well, walk... I'll tell you this. I won't find out. <laughs> <laughs> is Scooby-Doo popular enough to sell toys to children? I don't, oh, yeah. yeah. I know there's a new Scooby-Doo cartoon that came out. They're all terrible now. So they're they're worse than the ones back back then? The classes are great until they introduced Scrappy-Doo. They weren't ever good. Scooby-Doo was never good. Pup Named Scooby-Doo was also good when I was like nine? None of that was good. Mm -hmm. Hanna-Barbera, most (laughs) Hanna-Barbera stuff was... Is that Hanna-Barbera? Yeah. Okay, most of that's bad. But Casey Kasem... That's another reason why it's Casey Kasem. You didn't like Casey Kasem? No, either. not even on uh, Saved by the Bell. Jeez. Like the two episodes that he was on. Not a fan. All right, just don't like Scooby Doo. Then we're gonna move I on from Steve like shitting it. all over. I'm just saying, there's better cartoons out there. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> what, so it's coming to the Lego. Yeah, Lego, Lego universe. Woo! Won't there be other? Oh, okay. I got confused when I heard there was a new portal addition to that. I thought you'd be literally building a new portal. Oh no, like Portal the right. video game. So I do like that. So Lego Portal. Now? Lego Portal. This is crazy. What would the little figurines look like? Like shell or like the I robots? Just maybe. Like, yeah, the just, robots. <laughs> they're just orange and blue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A little like sign. People. I did like uh, Wacky Races. That was that good, was good. Yeah. yeah okay. So I never watched be... There's a South Park episode this past season. They had on Wacky Races. It was great. <laughs> it was Dick Dastardly. Yep. Yeah. Was... <laughs> he was the bad guy. And Wacky Races was really good. <laughs> Manila Gorilla. Actually, now that I think about, it, that's probably the only real Hanna Barbera thing I actually. I did like the Jetsons. Likes. I, I like the, the Jetsons. Jetsons I like the Flintstones yeah. over the Jetsons. I didn't I like, like the, the Flintstones. Flintstones. I like both. All those cartoons <laughs> depressed me. I was like, this stuff's from like the 30s. Yeah. Even though it wasn't. It was like I guess that was more of just like a Looney Tunes Nickelodeon. I was kid. a Looney Tunes. Well, yeah, I, I watched that yeah. too. I liked that more than See, the other ones. Even I as a child, like. I knew that there was only so much time in the day to like watch cartoons <laughs> and enjoy it. So I'm not going to waste my time on the stuff I don't like. My mom right. loved all of it. Mm-hmm. She tried to get me into the fun stones because she liked it. Have I you seen like, the picture of uh, who's the creator of Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, where in his office he had like the nine rules of what had to happen in an episode. No, and I'll, I'll have to show the picture. I, I think I saw like, that on like, Reddit. but it's really cool because like when you read these nine rules, you're like, holy crap, that's every episode. The only one I remember is like the. <laughs> it was like Wile E. Coyote can only hurt himself. Yeah, the Roadrunner like, never hurts. Like just... he always falls um, if he looks road, down. The Roadrunner always has to be on the road, otherwise it like yeah, negates the, the purpose of him right. being a Roadrunner. 
Um, all the products have to be Acme products. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only company he orders from. It's sure. like all these like rules basically that were like these are the nine rules that have to be in every episode. <laughs> I like I like Roadrunner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that was my favorite. favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Um, also, more trips down memory lane from a few weeks ago where that picture leaked of that banquet hall, but it was really uh, banquet hall. It was a half pipe. Yeah, and. The, the caterer was like, look what I'm doing for Tony Hawk. And it had a picture of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. And Activision was like, that's not that's not what it's called, guys. That's just a working title. Uh, Activision came out and formally announced Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 for current gen and previous gen nice. uh, consoles. It has shooting elements? It has, it has shooting elements. Yep. So they like, like went into a game and called it Project 8 because it was like the 8th one and now they're going back to 5. Yep. <laughs> you know. The next Mario Kart would be like Mario Kart 4. Why, why, yeah. why does why does Tony Hawk have shooting elements? Uh, and like one of the... Uh, why it? doesn't it? <laughs> Honestly. I can't remember which game it was. Maybe it was Tony Hawk Can you throw four. tomatoes at people or something? There was, no, there was a, uh, there was a multiplayer mode where you did kickflips and shot fireballs out of your skateboard at each other. It was like a battle mode, I think. In one of the later games, is Tony Hawk so even still like skating at this point? Yeah, no, you know this no, reminds yeah. me of. He skates around, not he's, he's like not fit, professionally in yeah. competition. He, he's right. like fifty years old. Yeah, it's true. They uh they said they're gonna have characters that you loved from the original games plus these up and coming skaters and they list some names. Sweet Spider Man, no nope. Bob Burnquist. It's not Burnquist or like Bucky Lassick. Nothing will ever beat two X. Don't care. Well, that's not cool. And anyway, who else in multiplayer mode? You played like horse. Maybe like the graffiti mode, and that was it. I, I never really I, played the multiplayer mode. I'll see, yeah. see when when you're like an angsty like 13 year old kid, and Tony right. Hawk's Pro Skater like three just came out. Yeah. Is there at least Bam Margera? I don't know. They didn't list all. Did he just, die? No, that no, was Ryan Dunn. Oh, okay. He, Bam is yeah, still no, very right. much alive. <laughs> it should have been him, not Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I don't want I don't want any of them to die tragically. But looking at the screenshots, this looks like a PS2 game. I me. wouldn't say that. Okay, maybe it an early looks like PS3, a PS3 game. game, but that's kind of disappointing because it's supposed to be like current gen, but it's also on PS3 and. But it's also a sixty dollar release. Yeah, that's on weird. Current I gen. thought maybe twenty dollar download. Yeah. Because they they screwed up the HD. That yeah, wasn't and, good. And that was the, it's also from RoboMoto, the same the developer, developer who did this. Shred <laughs> and the HD remake, which was shit. So I don't know. All the best, I'll stick all with the best 2X. games were on GameCube and PS2 anyway. I like uh, the uh, Dreamcast versions of Tony Hawk One and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. 2. I have two X. That's the only one. Two I played. Uh, Tony Hawk Two is on PlayStation sixty four and PlayStation One. That's the best one. It's a, yeah, it's one of the best Fact. ones. But the other two <laughs> best ones were on GameCube and stuff. That was like three Tony Hawk's Underground was good. I like that one. The first Thug. The second one was not. I good. think I'd st- I after four I like cooled on it. Right. You know? Well, but, four brought in the open world. Doug kind of brought in like the story elements. Where That's probably was, like, why I cooled on it because I don't care. About Again, I was like an angsty like thirteen or fourteen year old and playing that and liked watching Viva La Bam with yeah. my neighbor who I was best friends <laughs> with. It was funny. Was yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Any, okay. Anyway, is anybody gonna get Tony Hawk Five? Does anybody care? I don't know yet. I have right. to see what like, it's it in could the be game. good. Yeah. What if, if it plays well? I could. It doesn't necessarily have to look good because it never did. How important is the soundtrack to this game for you buying it? Very, yeah, yeah. That's about to say. We need we need some good tunes if we want to make. How many? Okay, here we go. Synergy. If you buy Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, some songs from the soundtrack will be unlocked in Guitar Hero Live. Well, can I play them in Rock Band? You know what? Fuck the soundtrack, honestly, because I have Spotify now. (laughs) That's true. I can listen to that Superman song all day. That's true. We can just bring in the Tony Hawk 2 soundtrack. You can make a playlist. Yeah. 
All the good Tony Hawk songs from back in the day. Good idea, Neil. What other what other good songs were there besides the Superman? That's all I want to remember. There was Gorilla Radio by Rage oh, yeah. Against the Machines. I'm thinking more like Tony Hawk One and Two. Crazy sports that wasn't games. Tony Hawk oh, really? 2. It wasn't Tony Hawk. Yeah. Speaking of crazy sports games, I signed up for that beta for uh, Rocket League. Okay. Have y'all heard of that? I've heard the name, but I don't know what it is. It's it's like basically like uh, this soccer arena game, but you are a car. Okay. I, I think I've seen videos. It looks amazing. Okay. Holy crap. Like, cool. I don't know why I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I haven't even played this game, but it I looks awesome. I think that's awesome. a mode and Revolt on N64. Yeah, it, it definitely looks yeah. like Revolt. And uh, also, ATB Off-Road Fury yes. 2. Yeah. I used to love that game, and mm-hmm. they had soccer and hockey in it. Yeah. On Those games were... That mm-hmm. was fun. Those were legit good. Like yeah, you should look it up. Too. It looks real. You can sign up for the beta, too. All you do is put in your email address and... I think they'll eventually send you a code. It's called Rocket League? Rocket League, yeah. Coming to PS4, at least, I know of. But it looks amazing. Oh, it's really neon-y. For those following at home, Googling, as Neil said, Google this. Yeah, it's like off-road cars kicking a soccer ball in this neon field. It's actually kind of cool. And like the arenas, like the sides of them are like ramps. So like you can go up. Oh, so you can kind of ramp up. Yeah, I see that. that. Yeah, and it has like where you Hmm. like boost to kick and stuff. And I don't know, I've been seeing a whole bunch of, I saw a whole bunch of stuff on Reddit with it like with these people doing all these epic saves like where the ball's about to go in and they like boost and kick it out the way <laughs> and stuff and it just yeah it looks really fun okay cool cool um and news we called last year because it's obvious uh disney infinity 3.0 was announced and guess what it's star wars shocker Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> that, was, that was that's it. Anybody? I mean, I have all my little figures over there. Stephen plays with them every episode. Is is Star Wars something that will bring y'all into Infinity, or nope. y'all still just not care? Nope. I don't want Disney looking Star Wars characters on my shelf. I think it's really cool, and it's a great idea. And um, hopefully, the game plays better. They're bringing in other developers to handle different aspects of the game. So the developer that actually made Sonic All-Star Racing will be handling the driving portions oh, that's cool. of this game. So yeah. that's really smart. Um, I'm not the target audience for right. this. Well, hopefully they're trying to do that to get more of those play sets out because that was my biggest problem why I never invested in the Marvel editions because they had the two play sets, the Avengers one and the Guardians one, and that was about it. Yeah. And I don't want to play that game for toy box mode. Right. And that was my biggest turnoff for the Infinity game was because they're so limited on the play set. So hopefully they bring more in for Star Wars because Star Wars is kind of a big deal. And they're updating, like, all the old figures will have updated move sets for the new yeah. game. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Like, you can bring back Mr. Incredible and he'll, he'll do better stuff in the yeah. new game. And they totally don't have to do that, but they are. Yeah. They're sure. obviously interested in making it a quality game. Mm-hmm. And I, I think. The number one market for this, and I think it's always been this way, is like parents and their kids mm-hmm. to like play together. Um, yeah, my brother-in-law, yeah. his son loves all this stuff. They I can play imagine. together. Yeah, so that's really cool. Are we gonna uh, stand in line for two hours at E3 again this year to get our like Chewbacca yeah. figure, like we got our Marvel figures I'm last stand year? Stand in so many lines to get figures because that's what you do at E3. And yeah, then you go eat at a food do truck. Everywhere now. That's true. <laughs> you know, with, with this coming out, you know, Amiibos, which we'll get to in a little bit, and now all this Lego announcement. You know what I haven't heard much from is Skylanders. That's because man, it's the Sleeping Dragon. They're like so? literally they're about waiting. to. Explode yeah. from that cave. Uh, like whenever they announce like a new like Skylanders game, like they have to have like although last year fifty figures well, ready. Yeah, but Trap they Team do. didn't that 
didn't get a lot of buzz. It didn't, and it still sold well, but it didn't sell as well as previous And even games. Swap Force, I heard some about it, but again, not as that, much. See, Swap Force, I was most excited about that. Really? Because like, I, I love the idea of being able to like take those figures apart mm-hmm. and like combining the powers. That To me, that's neat. That's really cool. I mean, the last one I had any interest in, it seems like everyone else, was Giants. But Giants, just they, like, oh, the Giants move too slow. Yeah, but the it's figures boring. look cool because they're bigger. I, I guess. I actually like the smaller figures the minis from the, the minis from the last game. I don't own any of them, but I think yeah. it's a neat idea. Once so. they do Destiny Infinity, I'll start buying oh, some figures. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of games with figures right now, because like, I'm, I'm already like doing like Amiibo stuff, and Go Nintendo Japan just showed that they're doing Hyrule Warriors figures now, Uh-oh. so I'm going to be getting those. <laughs> I just wish that, because I have so many Amiibo, but I've never actually used them in a game. I wish there was a compelling reason for me to actually put an Amiibo yeah, on. Yeah, I have four You should play Mario Party. I just don't care. I don't even want to play Mario Party at all. <laughs> <laughs> like period. Yeah, I have four of them sitting in front of I, the TV. I bought the Mario Party amiibo bundle and then took mm-hmm. the fucking game out and returned it. <laughs> so I I have the figure, but I don't have the game because I couldn't give two shits about Mario Party. Also, amiibo mode Mario Party 10 sucks balls. Yeah, it does. It's so cumbersome. I, all I want is a ripoff of Disney Infinity with Mario characters. Yeah, that's exactly. all I want. That's, it doesn't even have to be very why. good. It doesn't even have to be good. Just like, or a MOBA. I guess that's why you're collecting the amiibos. Then. I mean, not, but I am I because I haven't really, I haven't bought any in like months. So. Well, that's because the new wave hasn't come out yet. <laughs> You've I'm got getting, everyone so far. I'm, I'm getting the Splatoon stuff. Um, yeah. But that'll at least unlock like content in that game I actually want to play. There's and a segue. We can talk about that. Perfect. So, so yesterday, uh, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct uh, all about Splatoon. About yeah. 33 minutes 30 of minutes Splatoon. Splatoon. And while the first 10 to 15 minutes were boring to me and Steven because we played it before, they yeah. did a really good job of explaining explaining the game and introducing some of the new features, which is kind of cool. Because they showed more of the single player mode, where because you know you're squids, but in the single player mode you're fighting against octo- octopi, octopus, octopi, octodad, just normal Octo- guys, Octo- people. <laughs> and they also went into more details on their online, which is some of it seems okay and some of it seems kind of weird. So if you're listening to this as I put it up, hopefully by Friday e- uh, afternoon, Friday evening at 10 p.m. Central. They're going to have a demo, which really is more like a server test or a beta, yeah. where you can play it for an hour. Now, also, do you, do you have to like download something? You do, to play? so you better get on that now. Can you download it ahead of time and then log in right at 10? I hope 10? so. That would make sense. Yeah. It's only for an hour. Right. And then tomorrow, Saturday, at 6 a.m. Central and 2 p.m. Central, they're going to do another That's hour. Weird. Or two for the, hours. I guess for Japan. Yeah. yeah. I'll do server tests on this. So if you want to get on that, do that. Uh, for, for the regular online play, though, it's weird because there's like regular mode, they call it, and then there's ranked mode. But yeah. you can't access ranked mode until you get to level 10 in regular mode until enough people hit level 10 in regular mode worldwide, and then that unlocks ranked mode for everyone from the start. Yeah. But in regular mode, if you go and say the four of us go into play together, every after every game, the two teams of four just swap. Just players. So we so can we... all go play together, but we, you know, huh. Neil and I might end up on different teams than you two. But in August, they'll be updating uh, matchmaking where your team of four can play together the whole time. The whole time. Oh, yeah, because that's a new feature in multiplayer. I know. Like, what, what is this? It's like typical <laughs> Nintendo not <laughs> understanding the internet. That's really weird. It's, it's just super Well, just have eight friends 
and then right. who cares what team you're on if it's, you all know each other. Also, you can do local multiplayer, but it's just 1v1, one person on the TV and one person on the gamepad. As always, yeah. they don't want to do split screen anymore for some weird reason. I mean, it could be just, it could be uh, the game doesn't run well enough right. uh, split screen. Maybe. At the same time, though, there's, they're missing like so many opportunities with split screen capabilities. Yeah. But like Steven said, uh, the Amiibo actually have some cool features, which is also kind of a detriment. Because yeah. Because locked behind buying Amiibos. Right. By yeah. putting them on, you know, there's the, the, the boy inkling, the girl inkling, and the squid. And each one has different, like, challenges or quests you can unlock. And every time you beat a challenge, you get gear. And if you beat all of them, you get really cool gear. But you can't get that gear unless you buy the Amiibo. Isn't so it just it, cosmetic, though? I think so. Yeah, so, I mean, you're not really. But that whole game is just like we're spraying stuff with ink and looking cool. Like, yeah. That's pretty much what the whole game is. So, I mean, as long as it's not, like, because, like, Naughty Dog kind of pissed me off with their shit, like, online, like, where now you can buy new moves, and it's, like, that what? completely unbalances the multiplayer. Yeah, that's really dumb, you know, so. But, and they also talked about, like, the different types of weapons you can use in Splatoon, so it looks really cool. Like, Steven and I played it last year in E3, and it was one of the best games, yeah. like, most fun games I've played we in E3, so. a lot of fun playing. I'm really excited for this release, and I think everyone should be. If you have a Wii U, I think you should probably buy Splatoon when it comes out. Or maybe this demo thing this evening and tomorrow will suck, and maybe I'm all wrong, but we'll see. Yeah, Nintendo's maybe online hasn't be... had the best track record. So. <laughs> right. Maybe it'll be one of those games where you like play for a month at most and then put it on the shelf. So like every game I own, pretty much. <laughs> Except for Clay Fighter. Except Destiny. Clay Fighter, <laughs> Bloodborne, Clay Fighter. Dark Souls 2. Clay... I mean, I played Dark Souls 2, but then that was it. Once. Yeah, you played it for more than a month, though. I don't played think so. A long time. I played it for a hundred hours, but I think it was They're all. They're going almost... pretty strong on Destiny for the past six months. It's true. So that's what you're missing. Man, I'm gonna get back in that. Uh, more Nintendo. I mean, Dark Souls Two. Yeah, not Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> more Nintendo news. Uh, they've uh, reportedly teamed up with Universal Studios and will be bringing uh, their IP to theme parks. They're replacing all the shitty like Flitstones and Hanna <laughs> Barbera rides with uh, <laughs> with Nintendo stuff. Be smart. So that's they've already got rid of all the Hanna Barbera stuff. It's more gone. Yeah, get rid of Doctor Seuss Land. Do they still have the like some Marvel stuff yeah. there? Yeah, totally. yeah. That's, they, that's probably what it's going to be replaced. No, with. it's never. Why no. do people keep saying they're not getting rid of the Marvel stuff? They well, Marvel's too popular. popular. Yeah, the, contractually, anyone that had a Marvel contract before the acquisition, as long as they keep it up and don't let it go to shit, they can keep the Marvel stuff. They, they can't they, add stuff to. So it. I, I just didn't stuff. know if it would be like a licensing thing, like, hey, we bought it, so you have this many years. No, yeah, they. That was like one of the first things that people asked about once this Disney acquisition like what's mm-hmm. going to happen to people that have existing contracts with Marvel right. like Universal mm-hmm. and that specifically said that as long as it's not it doesn't fall away in quality mm-hmm. that they can keep it they just can't add new stuff to it but that's that's going to you know, obviously put the cuffs on Universal. They can't expand that part of their but park. But they haven't they expanded that part of the park anyway. Like before two years ago what was the newest Marvel part of that? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, Since it opened yeah. in 1998 okay. it's the exact same lineup of Marvel stuff. It's, it's the Doctor Doom Freefall Tower, which has been there since that opened. It's the Hulk ride, which has been there since that opened. And it's the Spider-Man ride, which has been there since that opened. So yeah, you've got almost 20 years where they haven't added anything anyway. Okay, good yeah. point. I mean, I, is I'm, still also a very top game at Evo. So I like don't the know fact if that has anything to do with the... I mean, I, think I mean, it has still, a lot to do with the Capcom license. That's yeah. Why they never could update but it. But I think, I think Evo, even if uh, Cap... And Capcom doesn't have the Marvel license anymore, right? So no, I th- they don't have it I think anymore. even if... I don't think that, that that being at a tournament, I don't know if Disney would be like, hey, you can't play our game. But maybe they I could. Don't know, I don't know. Nintendo did, so yeah. they could easily do that. But, right. Yeah. But 
anyway, back to back to this. I mean, yeah, obviously Harry Potter Land was big for Universal. Do you think Nintendo Land will be as big? Oh or? man, I think it'd be huge. Yeah, I mean, because you, I mean, every Walmart and Target in America, the there's like Nintendo merchandise, you right? Know, and people are buying the games. Maybe not as much as they used to back on the Wii, but obviously they're. Maybe you'll have to like buy specific amiibos to get in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Name one licensed ride you would want to see come up at this park. Zelda Minecart. Okay. I like uh, that. That's a good one. Actually, line. that would be more of a Donkey Kong thing, right? Well, they have like minecarts in like the 2D zone. We could split yeah, hairs true. all day, yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, but when you think of minecarts, I think more Donkey hey, Kong. Hey, he the asked what I wanted to see. So I think of Indiana Xbox. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see an F-Zero roller coaster. Okay, that, that yeah. makes sense. I want to see a real-life Luigi's Mansion haunted house. That'd be, That'd be awesome. awesome. That'd be really cool. Go-karting yeah. where you actually... That's what I was like, going to say. Like bumper bumper yeah, cars or go-karting where I could actually throw things at people. I don't think you're going to be throwing things. I don't think you could throw things, but maybe you could have like, you know... Clips of could you do, uh, pretending to shoot a blue shell or something. Yeah, you could do a Pokemon Snap Dark Ride. That would be like amazing. having to take photos. Of like, Pokemon. like a, it's a small world, but well, <laughs> I was thinking more like Toy Story. Like well, I was thinking that Toy more Story for Vaughn's thing. Yeah, for you could like for, have the gun could just be your the Poltergeist, and you could be going through and like trying to suck up ghosts. That'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. There are there's infinite possibilities. Yeah, here. and obviously character meet and greets and yeah, like a stores, you know, mm-hmm. selling merchandise. You could have another Nintendo store in America, and it could be in Orlando because oh, right now there's only right. one. It's in New York. So that could that's d- definitely be a thing. They could build the actual roller coaster from Mario Sunshine. Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. <laughs> I don't know if physically that's possible, but it is. All you have to do is just like you know, just have the actual twists and turns. Like you can't obviously you won't be shooting right, water right. rockets yeah. from it. Well, maybe you could. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> Did they say if this is coming to actual Universal proper or Island um, Adventure? I mean, yeah, they just said know. Universal Studios. Right. It could so be either. Yeah. As yeah. of right now, I mean, I think they just pretty much said we've made the partnership. More yeah, news later. I wonder like where could they even put any of this? I haven't looked at the um layout. Yeah. yeah, I mean I've only been there once. In the sky. Yes, <laughs> it's just hovering over. No, because you know Disney owns so much land. I mean, if they yeah. wanted to just add a theme park, they could. And they, they are totally doing do Avatar Land, <laughs> which that's weird to me. But, that is weird. Okay. Um, but yeah, D- Universal is kind of. Uh, I mean, there's they don't they only own so much property, and it's surrounded by you mm-hmm. know roads and businesses, and so it's exactly it's not like it's in the middle of nowhere like Kissimmee. Where, where Disney World is, is is its own city, but so much of that is owned by Disney, mm-hmm. and it's just land. Right. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that'll be cool. Hopefully. We'll have to hopefully. go check it out. Oh, oh, I'd like know. to be there day one. Game our field trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do a live stream from the, yeah. yeah. Periscope it. Yes. Uh, and more disappointing news that a lot of people are actually really upset about. Um, PT, which has been you know pulled from the PlayStation Store, trailer. we talked about that. The playable trailer to Silent Hills. Uh, we thought if you downloaded it or bought it, bought it you could always story. go back and re-download it. Uh, nope, not anymore. Yeah. If it is no longer on your system, it is gone. It's and my system alerted me of that. Yeah, I actually saw that too on my Vita. Yeah, I had a notification <laughs> saying if you have PT downloaded, you're good. But if you delete it, oh well, can't download it's it. It's a good again. thing I still have it. Yeah, I went and downloaded mm-hmm. it on mine. Also, um, since since that happened, there have been tons of people on eBay selling their PlayStation 4s with PT installed, and eBay's been taking those down. Good, because yeah. that's dumb. Yeah, because they're, like, they're treating it like recorded VHSs and DVDs. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Well, it's <laughs> like when people were selling iPhones with Flappy Bird on it when that went down. <laughs> 
So definitely don't want to lose that. That's, no, and just like with the iPhone thing, that means if you sold, if you actually went through and sold your PlayStation to someone with PT on it, you lose your account, you lose all your stuff because they couldn't sign into their stuff because it's yeah. linked to your account. Right. So that's all. Unless dumb. you just made another account. Yeah. Downloaded it, then deleted yours, then sold the PlayStation. Okay. Well, yeah. Because I mean, it's you don't have to have point, PlayStation you're thinking Plus. Ahead. Yeah, you don't have to have PlayStation Plus right. to download it. So. There, I saw there's an online petition like over 70,000 signatures for them to bring PT back. That's great. Online petition. Hey, all work. those petitions worked for Steam. The They'll bring it Steam back the as their first mobile app. Yeah. Since they're going all mobile. I just don't understand why they can't just like take the Silent Hills like part at the end out and just sell it as a little yeah. Hey, $5 here's the thing scary we made. thing. Here's the weird scary thing that's cool. Five you can still call it PT. Sure. What the fuck's PC stand for? I don't know. Pull playable you just trailer. call it like pull play, pee pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's disappointing. They should totally sell it. Why not? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They just fuck you, Kojima. Oh. Like we want nothing to do with you. I, I think know. in two weeks no one's gonna care. Probably. Probably. I don't know. I think people will remember PT. <laughs> All the let's plays. Yeah. I know, um, formerly of Giant Bomb, Kotaku's Patrick Klepek had some strong words on Kotaku about it with his headline of Konami sucks, yeah. talking about how all these people will never get to play PT. He's a big horror game fan, and he right. really liked that game or that demo, that demo. trailer. So yeah, it's I've never been able to complete it because it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I, when I had to put my head, my you know, my headset on to progress at the end, because you're basically at the end of the game, you're trying to trigger this uh, baby crying three times. Or laughing, this baby. Uh, so, but the the only way you can get the third one, or one of the only ways you can get the third one, is to um, speak into a microphone. It doesn't matter what you say. Mm -hmm. So you have to put your headset on, and oh, then wow. you're like talking into it, uh, and walking around, waiting uh, to trigger that third. It's like, what's that old PS2 game? Was it Lifeline or something like that? That or? whole game you play with the microphone. Yeah, you, can, you direct her. That's if you cool. tell her to take her clothes off, she says it's basically, no, no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> you or if you, if you curse, she she kind of tells you not to not to curse. Hey, that was a Konami game, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll say that's like an NBA 2K like 14. If you have the microphone oh, connect set yeah. up and you cursed, you got a technical foul. Technical on the foul. Game. <laughs> <laughs> which it's is the great. best use for connect yeah it really is um and the final piece of news i have which is more personal to me but still relevant um every day since we got back from pax south i've been checking to try to get tickets for pax prime which is in august every day i've been checking uh so yesterday they decided to put up the tickets at about noon central time and i noticed it at 12 16 i got in queue waited for 10 minutes in queue by the time i could buy it they were already sold out yeah all of, except for like monday passes and those sold out hmm. like an hour later I don't know what Neil's looking around at. That PlayStation you have. Oh. <laughs> Not selling the PlayStation to go to PAX. Where the hell is it? It's in it's in my room. Okay. No, I didn't mean that. I just mean like, now you know how it feels. Oh, I got oh yeah, you. man. Yeah. We waited. You have in... something in your cart and just taken <laughs> yeah. away. We did. We yep. waited for like five hours trying to refresh our carts Me to get too. that PlayStation. I, I did it all day. Yeah. I, had, I had it going on two laptops and my phone. But fuck PAX because there needs to be a bit better system. I don't know what that system is. Because um, people no. people buying four sets. Well, no, they weren't selling four. I thought they were only selling two. You could buy up to four, but there was a bug that knocked it down to two. I see. I thought two was the max. Yeah, no. Well, if you really want to go, there's always eBay. Yeah, that's um, stupid. How much are they going for? I wonder. I don't. I haven't checked. They were going for forty dollars a day. Yeah. They, they don't do weekend passes anymore. Maybe if they'll have like a sell one for two hundred dollars. Maybe they'll have like a Pax Pass PT bundle on eBay. Yeah, you get you get <laughs> PT download. So, oh well, maybe next year. Fooled me again. 
Pax. Or we can just go back to South, because no one wants to go to that, apparently. Yeah, we'll probably do that. Because it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. And that's all the news I have for this what? week. Did I miss anything? Yes, you missed something. Are you kidding me? There's like oh, a bunch man. of stuff that you missed. Prison of Elders, man. Okay, that's not coming out. And okay, well, it doesn't I didn't matter. Watch they the showed it off. This I didn't week. watch all that because AL's busy at work and Beast Wars. Yeah. Okay, for you, who's someone who avoids trailers like the plague on stuff, I'm surprised you watched all this Prison of Elders stuff. Oh well, I mean, you know, it's not really like anything. Like, what's it, what stories are going to spoil in Destiny? I don't want to see the gameplay. The whole thing is just a horde mode for it's gameplay, yeah, right? Exactly. All right, what news did they come out with so, that? Share it, share well, it um, so it's pretty much exactly what I hoped it's going to be, mm-hmm. which is horde mode in different rooms, each, like, themed, I guess, to different planets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um... And it's, yeah, it's just you fight tons of enemies and then, like, I guess, like, a boss or mini-boss and it's, like, waves and waves and waves with random modifiers and a lot of the new modifiers they showed off are really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope they add those to, like, the Nightfall and stuff like that. Okay. Because it'd be nice to not always just do the same, like, five things. Oh, it's Light Switch. Oh, it's Angry. Yeah, like, like, now they had one called, like, Trickle. Which was um, your like grenade cooldown and melee cooldown take a lot longer. Oh, that's us. Um, but they also had like things that helped you, like a primary buff or secondary buff or something like oh, that. Oh, so instead of it being just arc, it's just your okay. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just like maybe it'll do double damage or something. Like so you put secondary does. buff on and then you put juggler on, so it's just like oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they had like a lot of. One thing I noticed that they didn't really talk all that much because the dude they had on the stream. I mean, I only watched it for about. 15, 20 minutes, because that bro-man guy or whatever was just... I couldn't watch him anymore. Uh, he's, he's just too, too annoying. much. Mm. He's like, oh my god. Um, but the most interesting thing I saw was a legendary hand cannon that equipped as a secondary and had arc damage. Interesting. So that should be pretty cool, because maybe they're going back to like Halo, where you can have assault rifle... Oh, and then like pistol, pistol. <laughs> kind of combination going on. Um, that'd be cool. So that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, but yeah, that that's pretty much all they really showed. Was right, gameplay. That's eleven more days. Yeah, Still yep. be able to talk Can't wait. all about it. Can't wait. Vaughn, I did remember something we talked about before the show. Uh, Nintendo said they're going to come out and have at least five mobile games before March 2017. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Wait>. twenty seventeen. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, two years from now. That's the end of next, awesome. the next fiscal year. Because now we're in fiscal twenty sixteen. Yeah, so five. Ending. That's five is a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it. Two would, years. No, I'm being facetious. Oh, okay. Right. Especially as people crank out mobile games, but I guess Nintendo really wants to. Well, put I guess since it's like just with that. I mean, they they're partnering with that one company, so I DNA. guess it's one company making these five games. Don't they already yeah. make five games a year? The, the director of Mario Kart said he was going to do something for mobile very soon. Oh, is it going to be like Crash Nitro oh, Kart right. on the phones? But you Mario can link Kart? your phone to Mario Kart 8 and use it as Amiibos. motion <laughs> control. <laughs> you can use it for tilt control. <laughs> I'm using tilt controls. Uh, I don't know, but that's, that's kind of weird. That is kind of weird. I don't know. Um, hopefully, whatever five games they decide to do, hopefully they'll be good quality. So that Mario, Bowser... Castle Run. I don't doubt they'll be good quality. I had more people, a couple other people, show me that Final Fantasy game that you and Steven were playing, Neil. Yeah, that, that was, was made good, by DNA, yeah. and I told them that's the company going to make Nintendo stuff. Like, oh, that might actually be kind of cool then. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what they do, because actually Record Keeper was something I did play all this week at work, because oh, really? I had to work up front, so <laughs> I just sat there behind the computer like, 
attack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm surprised that you didn't mention this, but because uh, we've been playing Mortal Kombat recently. But uh, if you got the right. whatever like download pack or whatever, season Jason came out. Jason recently. came out this week. That's right. Yeah. If you bought the season pass, he came out a week early. And I haven't. Well, I was out of town uh, when he came out, so I didn't get a chance to check him out. I've, I've watched quite a bit of Justin Wong playing as Jason. He's very. Is he Jason. slow? He's like slow. <laughs> no, he's actually not all that slow. I, when I think Jason, I think slow. Slow, lumbering, hits you yeah. with machete. Kills you. There's quick. not too many like slow if you, characters if you, in this game. Ah, that, no, that's because there's the dash yeah, mechanic. Like so everyone has the ability to dash. So yeah, there's, not, there's not really that many slow characters other than Goro, I guess. I have forgotten. Yeah, even yeah. like Kotal Khan slower than him, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jason's fatality is really cool. It's like very horror film esque. You should check it out. Uh, anything else I forgot about? Uh, Nintendo <laughs> recently said that Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby sold over like 10 million copies or something. I don't, I don't like give that. a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's still really good that how like Pokemon still like. Yeah, for sure. So much like good stuff going for them. As Neil shows off his Pokemon shirt he's wearing right now. Uh yeah no I agree I just I, you know I didn't like the third gen so I didn't like the three makes so hopefully when they come back with Z or whatever the fuck they're gonna do next it'll be more entertaining to black and white still three gonna, yeah <laughs> I'm still gonna play it whenever I get my uh, 3ds capture cards so you I keep play saying it on that stream. you've been saying that since like November I just haven't got had had really the funds to get the capture cards yet because those That's things true. are expensive did Actually, they ever like six hundred dollars did they ever fix the frame rate. In those newer Pokemon games? No. Nope. Like at least not for the Horde battle. Sh- shits the bed whenever yeah. it goes. Especially when the 3D is on. Yeah. Oh, other thing that I did. I'm remembering things now. It's been a long week. Uh, during an Activision earnings call, they announced that there are uh, now 20 million players for Destiny. Registered. Registered. And 30 <laughs> million players for Hearthstone. It's that's a lot, a lot of players. Of players. Yeah. Uh, Hearthstone, I mean, that's now it's on phones and anybody can have an account, really, and just turn on, play it, Bunch and not plebs. play it. But... Destiny is more interesting because I don't know if they're counting copies sold or if you have multiple characters or just probably, yeah, they're probably players. Yeah, I mean, from Activision, you'll never get copies sold. They'll, right. They'll, we'll never know. Mm-hmm. We will never know that on Destiny. But, yeah, it's probably just, like, users registered, so that could have even just been, you know, one game but two accounts. Yeah, like on my PlayStation so. 4, if I own that one game, but then three other people come over and log That's in. That's true, yeah. So that's true. That's probably what it is. That's still twenty million. And Bungie 30 million also announced numbers. that you know they were doing the fund for Nepal and they were trying to raise fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. to send over there, and they ended up raising four hundred thousand oh, dollars. That's awesome. awesome. So that's awesome. Um, I like that they've been doing this kind of stuff. I, I I need to pay more attention to. I mean, I read the news updates and everything, but I need to be more on like active because. Like with the Nepal thing, and they had something else, like where if you donated to the Ronald McDonald Children's Fund or this Nepal fund, you got like special emblems that oh, they cool. would send you codes for. And this last one had a T-shirt with it too. Mm. Um, so I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I like that they do stuff like that. So yeah, Destin- not not hoping there's more world disasters, right? But it's good they're reaching you know, out to help out and giving yeah. players incentive to, to even do it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Uh, anything else, guys? No. I'm out. Okay. Uh, new releases for this week. It's a lot of things I've never heard of, to be honest, except for one. Uh, today, on Friday, you can download Slice Zombies for Connect on Xbox One. All right. Uh, next <laughs> Tuesday, you can download or buy Final Fantasy X and X2 HD Remaster. Ooh, sweet. Ag- again. Again. I haven't again. even like really... I, I think my 
PS3 copy still sealed. Man, that game would have been like super awesome if we could skip cutscenes. That's true. You still can't skip cutscenes. Also, if game. I'd known it was coming to PS4, I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have bought it for PS3, which is probably the point. Same with Destiny. Mm -hmm. You can't skip them scenes. No, it's true, too. I guess it's still cross-save, right? So if I do decide just to buy the PS4 hmm. version, I can just cross-save it? I don't know. Yeah, you can... So I can cross-save between your, 3 and yeah, Vita, and those are sold separately. So you I can load up your 30-minute file. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Hey, I, got, I played like for a couple hours. I got to that first town that got washed away by Sin. Uh, also coming out on PS4, a lot of small titles on PS4 next week. Air Mech Arena. Hmm. Real-time strategy game that puts players in the world as a robot that can turn into a jet. Hmm. Initially came out in 2012 on Xbox 360 and PC. Now it's coming to PS4. Congratulations. Hmm. Uh, Torin. You know, 3D fantasy puzzle adventure about a lone girl named Moonchild who must explore the mysterious tower Torin. Nope. Okay. Careful. <laughs> Moving on, we have Ultratron. That's going to come out on PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. Whoa. Didn't Ultron? we just see that in theaters? We yeah. did. <laughs> Ultratron. Also, Lost Orbit and Nom Nom Galaxy coming out on PS4 next week as well. All right. Yep. Big uh, week. Big week for new releases. Doesn't oh, Project Cars come out? That came out this past week. I thought that was just PC. I thought it came out on like consoles this maybe next, maybe like today. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing it uh, on this list, but who knows where I get my sources from? Because I think I don't know that game's very interesting to me because I don't I can't remember the last time a very serious racing sim was not uh, like console specific. Yeah, like exclusive. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Auto modelista. <laughs> I said serious. <laughs> oh yeah. You're right. Let's see. Uh, it's listener feedback time. We have both forms of listener feedback this week, gentlemen. What? Uh, we got a phone call from Scott, old pal Scott, on SpeakPipe. Uh, yeah. He went to speakpipe.com slash Gameware Express and left us a message. You can do that too, and it'll sound a little like this. Hello, Gameware Express crew. This is your buddy Scott Bezda calling with a question this week. Um, a game called Ether One just came out on PS4. It's a PS Plus game. Um, I know Neil's playing it, uh, so I won't spoil anything. But in the game, it deals with uh, the disease of uh, dementia. Uh, and there's a moment at the end, uh, or towards the end, where you actually kind of have a, a very confusing situation. And it basically is putting you into the mindset of a, de a demented patient. And it, it was really powerful for me because it's something a book or a movie can never do. Um, you can empathize and, and feel awful watching a movie about a patient with a disease like that, but the game actually puts you one step closer to actually feeling what it feels like. And I was thinking, you know, another game that I love that I've talked about, Papa Yo, uh, the game creator was abused as a kid, and the game is a metaphor for his childhood. And in the game, there's a father like a uh, figure that helps you out and you you know you're attached to him but at times unpredictably unpredictably uh he wants to hurt you and you have to hide in terror and it's it's chill inducing and it it really hit me hard in a way that no movie or game could do um so is there a game or a moment that you guys have experienced that's like that and i'm not talking final fantasy 7 death of a character just sadness or even empathy but just actually puts you in a role to understand better a disease or conflict that no movie or game uh, book could do. Thanks. Thanks for that call, Scott. Definitely a uh, a hard hitting question. Does anybody yeah. uh, have an answer? I mean, I've I've never had a game really like make me understand like you know as far as like what it's like to have a disease or anything like that. But 
I mean, as cliche as this may be, pretty much the hardest hitting thing to me I've ever done in a video game was the no Russian level. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, like I, Call of Duty Modern it Warfare too. tore me apart. Like, yeah, doing that, but it's like you know, like I don't know, it, it hurts every time. Did I you do that level. did you shoot them? Yeah. Because when I played it, like, okay, so for those, who, I guess, who don't know, in Modern Warfare 2, and towards the beginning of the game, you play as the enemies, uh, the bad guys, the terrorists, and you go, it opens up in an airport, and your job is to shoot up the airport. Yeah. And it's supposed to put you in that mindset of how terrible of an offense this is, and it got all kinds of hell. But, like, yeah, when I first started doing it, I started doing it, and I'm like, this is just a game. Who cares? It's just code running. And then I just kind of quit shooting because it just... Yeah, it hit it, a weird way. It, yeah, it, it it definitely hit a weird way because especially like, you know, just to set up the game, I guess, spoiler alert, but you're like an American disguised as a terrorist. So right. it was like one of those decisions, it's like in the game, like I didn't know if like maybe if I didn't shoot, would they find out? Right. Or, yeah, that's a good point. You know, so it was like, oh man, like I, I guess like for the better good, hopefully, in the <laughs> next few years of this war not being, I, I'm going to have to shoot innocent people. Yeah. And I, yeah, it... It's weird, like, because in a game, like, just shooting enemies, like, usually doesn't bother me at mm-hmm. all. But, man, just to gun down people in an airport was right. pretty difficult. No, that that's a really good answer. I agree. Uh, again, for mine, it's not really a disease. But when I played through Gone Home, it really opened my eyes for people dealing with, like, like LGBT issues and stuff. And not feeling comfortable coming out to loved ones or family or whatever. Because that's what that whole game's kind of about. So when you're going through and... Just to kind of like interrupt you for a second i guess but that's the game that was just recently a free was it is is it like no it's only it's only on pc oh it is okay what's the one with like the eskimo girl and the wolf oh that that was free recently it's not uh i can't think of it right now and fact checking is no fun on a podcast but no gone home is on pc only and it's basically like a walking simulator the game we talked about it earlier uh where you're just kind of you you come home from you know college or whatever to an empty house that's your new parents house and you're Finding these notes and these letters and kind of piecing together what's going on and what is your sister, you know, coming out as, as gay and all this stuff. So it really hit home trying mm-hmm. to like all that because I've never really experienced that or someone I know going through that. So it kind of opened my eyes towards that and really hit me. And something a game usually doesn't make me think right. about, you know. So there was one thing that like that hit me super hard while I was playing Final Fantasy VI when, well, spoilers if you haven't played it, but. <laughs> When Kefka pretty much like poisoned an entire kingdom, and you'd like one of the characters had to like watch his wife die like in front of his eyes and watch all of his friends die, that was wow. That was mm-hmm. intense. Like that's bioterrorism. Like right in a, in a nutshell. That's yeah. That was pretty intense. <laughs> now, I can't say honestly that I've ever played a game that's kind of put me through like a serious set of emotions. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to play Poppy Yo, and I still might um, because it's a plus. It's just in the list of games that I've gotten through plus. Right. No, um, um, not. It's a great question, but there really aren't a lot of games that that have these kind of uh, themes, and there should be more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I haven't really come across one. And it seems like a lot of these are kind of the the smaller titles that can get away with yeah, doing absolutely. stuff like this. Um, another one. Uh, oh no. Yeah, that's about it. So yeah. So thanks for that call, Scott. Uh, mean to bring the mood down, but it's definitely a very thought-provoking yeah. question. So like I said, if you want to uh, call into the show, uh, you go to speakpipe.com slash or 
If you'd rather go the more traditional route, you can email us. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Our first email this week is from Brandon. He says, yo, GameWare crew, my friends and I recently discussed our favorite gaming snacks. I rank mine based on performance hindrance, i.e. pizza, gives you mm. greasy fingers. What are some of y'all's favorite gaming snacks that are tasty, yet it doesn't take away from your gaming experience? <laughs> uh, I don't eat snacks. I don't eat food during yeah. the day. Um, I eat like breakfast and lunch and dinner. Um, mm-hmm. Is that weird? I don't. I don't have any snack food now. Humorously, we used to sell Gamer Grub. <laughs> I was um, gonna say that Gamer Grub is the shit, and it makes you better at everything. Peanut you, butter and jelly one. You can get peanut butter and jelly Gamer Grub. Uh, you can get pizza. You can get there's a barbecue s'mores is probably the best. Right. The best thing about Gamer Grub is since it's in a resealable pl- uh, pack. You just open up the pack and throw it back, and you don't get your hands <laughs> all greasy. Oh, how convenient. And you can keep playing without stopping. So uh, if you haven't picked up a pack of Gamer Grub, we don't have any anymore, but that would be uh, – you know, what about like a con snack? Like we go to cons and oh, go to man. gaming conventions. and That'd be – E3's um, right around the corner. That'd be a good like – I guess my favorite would be just like anything from a decent food truck would be mm-hmm. – like we love food truck food. Yeah. Um. You know, a bottle of ramune if you're in gameware. Uh, yeah. We sell lots of ramune, so that, that's that's a drink. Yeah. That's yeah. Technically, a snack. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't have snack food in my house. Yeah. Well, it's not that I don't have snack food. I don't like to eat while I play because of this exact reason. I like to keep my stuff uh, kind of pristine. Sure. So I don't want to get like yeah. greasy pizza all over my. I controller. love greasy pizza. You're right. You know. I was brought my. My GameCube controller to a party once, and we were eating and playing. I was oh, really no. upset that someone else was gonna like oh. pick up my. Anyway, yeah. uh, but for me, the only time I really eat and play is if I'm playing like Hearthstone, and that way I can just like use the mouse and just flick the card up and then continue yeah. eating with my other hand or something. But to answer the question, if you were gonna snack and play, maybe like pretzels. Pretzels. Pretzels aren't really greasy. These or, pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> or so cheesy fingers like Cheetos or Doritos. That's why I eat anything. Cheetos with chopsticks, right? <laughs> if you're gonna do that, was it you who ate popcorn with chopsticks? I did eat popcorn. I was at Gameware, yeah, and I had some popcorn and I had some chopsticks because why would I want to get my hands all popcorn? Because this is like the flavored popcorn place in the mall that sells yeah. the flavored popcorn. Or I think it was from Doc Popcorn. Oh. This is before that. Other, I mean, it was flavored popcorn, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't like the Stuff. dried flavor. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. But no, um, like we don't, I don't have chips or anything in my house, or I don't have. It's probably a good thing. How about like a, um, like some fruit that that would be that would be good good for you and, while you play, or like a good gaming salad, you know, like a <laughs> strawberry going, vinaigrette, going a little, some, a little far, <laughs> maybe some nuts in there, little, so. going a little far, gaming salad, game. Uh, you know what I do love. Video games about snacks. <laughs> games where you're making and preparing food, you're serving food. That's mm-hmm. cook, serve, you're delicious. Sneaking up on people and giving them food. That's a good one too. Yep. I do love. I love video games about food. That's right. There should be more of those. <laughs> My personal favorite is Gamer Grub. Gamer uh, Grub. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor? PB and J. Although s'mores was a very really, close second. Yeah, PB and J is really good. You know, we were at E3 one year, um, and the Gamer Grub booth was giving out samples and. Uh, E3 was about to end, and we were like at their booth, and the horn went <laughs> yeah. off, and we were we said, "Hey, can you guys give us like all the gamer grub, or give us like as much as you can?" Because E3 is over now, and he said, "I can give you as much as can fill in a container that you have." 
<laughs> but I didn't have a container, so we went over to the merch booth and we bought ceramic E3 mugs, <laughs> and we just brought them back to them, and we we're like, "Hey, fill these up," and we got. So oh, so it was just the loose stuff. I think I ate like Gamer Grub for three days. Yeah. <laughs> we had these giant ceramic mugs filled with s'mores Gamer Grub. I think that stuff's still around, but we can't get it anymore. Maybe I should contact them. I know Best Buy was selling it for a while. Yeah. I don't know if they have it anymore either. It's such a great idea because, man, you just you just open up the bag and then you just eat it. You don't yeah. have to get any on you. But if I feel like going the anime route, I'll like pick up some Pocky and Pocky like some Ramune. Food truck stuff is pretty cool. I like Pocky. At cons. Yeah. Um, I like um, some candy. I like those little gummies we have at Gameware. They're like yeah. you know, strawberry or kiwi or lychee. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't really eat too much like snack or junk food or whatever. I try not, to stay away. I'm not from saying stuff. that you shouldn't. I mean, hell, right. that's you know, you can do that. No, definitely. Nothing wrong with it. I just mm-hmm. save up all my calories for those delicious meals. That's have, right. Yeah, haven't really like had any junk food for like the past like half a year. Yeah, yeah I've been trying to cut down on those. Like trying to you know lose weight. Yeah, he just had a Reese's Easter egg. Oh, do you have any of those? Like, like a day no, you did not get those. Oh, man. I was surprised. I've been trying like to say it, it was delicious. I wanted me. so many more. Yeah. But I, 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 I want. I'm really hungry right now. Me too. I, I haven't ate all day. <laughs> so let's move on. Thanks for that email, uh, Brandon. Uh, Anthony from Tokyo writes in. Uh, he says, well, well, it seems like the game industry has done some weird stuff lately. Yeah. I've been working a bunch. Uh, Kerbal Space Program hit 1.0, and yep. I think it was rushed, but meh. That's why I mod it. <laughs> Uh, his first, his first question. Uh, what do you think? Okay, well, what do you? Again, I haven't read these, so yeah, we yeah. already discussed. What do you think is going down with PT? Is it all due to Kojima getting canned or quitting, or was there just I'm, a case of nothing good coming out of it? The answer is why would why would Konami keep a demo for a thing that doesn't exist up? I know that sure, it's it's art. It's you know needs to be preserved, put it in a museum. But ultimately, it's a business that, you know, if there's no game, then why keep it up? And now why but, is the game canceled? Yeah. Because the, the well, partnerships are canceled. Because Kojima's gone. Yeah. Because Kojima's gone. Uh, I very well see Konami in the next, like, two to three years cutting out all of – I mean, like you said, they cut the Castlevania guy. Yeah, now they got, cut Kojima. Like, they're cutting all these people that cost money to make exactly. games. And, and they're going to be a mobile developer. Well, Konami has, like, um, has has a lot of business interests. You know, they've mm-hmm. got their health clubs. They've got their gambling machines. They've got uh, mobile development. So mm-hmm. they're just trying to streamline and become more profitable by cutting out the fat. And if Kojima right. is the fat because it takes four or five years to make a game – then that's not the business that they're interested in being in. Yeah. And if Kojima wants to go with another publisher, and who's to say he even wants to do that? He's been saying that this is the last Metal Gear since the second one, since mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid 2, mm-hmm. not not like the old Metal Gear. But right. he's been all he's always been saying that this is going to be the last Metal Gear Solid game. So who's to say he even wants to make big games anymore? He and Sakurai should team up, and then it could just be like, well, we're making our last game ever yeah. again. Together again. Mm. again, it'll be Metal Gear Super Smash Brothers HD Six Remix, whatever. <laughs> or shit, published by Sakurai's Capcom. fighting mechanic Published. experience and Kojima's awesome storytelling. Let there be Zone of the Enders Three, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't understand though is like, why don't like I said earlier, just patch out the Silent Hill stuff and just keep it up. Like, what's the big? Or it's who ar- cares it's what made. it's called? Just put it back up and sell it. It's like, ar- who it's cares? Already what made. It, it doesn't matter what it's called. Yeah. Leave it leaving the last part too, who cares? Because it's just it's a it's a picture of history. I mean it's it's what happened and then it dissolved. Oh, so fuck, for all we know, this is just a marketing ploy to get more interest in it and now they can so. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, it could that be, very well could have been what it was. Like let's pull it like maybe like kinda like the whole interview thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
there was never no threatening emails over this movie coming out. That was all viral promotion <laughs> scam. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, the interview, that the interview movie with you know, uh, where Seth they said Rogen, like James North oh, Korea was right. going to nuke us if the movie came out. Well, then that movie like, didn't really do that well. Well, it wasn't no, very good. It wasn't going to do well yeah. at all. Right? Yeah, yeah. It did do way more well than On it was Netflix? going to before. Yeah. Yeah. And YouTube. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question two. You are creating a game based off a television character. What Finally. do you make? I make the uh, game based off Mark Summers, host of Double Dare, <laughs> having to deal with like hating and being uh, – because, you know, he, he was in all that mess, but he had – What's the disorder where you don't like being? Yeah, exactly. So you're just having to live as Mark Summers in the early '90s, uh, working oh. for Nickelodeon, and like hating it constantly. <laughs> so it basically, it's like Pavers, please, but you're just a game show host. <laughs> so okay. that's that, I, and that's a brilliant game idea. You guys can take that. <laughs> I'd bring so PT like back, <laughs> but as a Saved by the Bell horror game. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, I want uh, a game based off of Omek from Legends, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Omek, if you would like, you do not understand how much I've heard the word Omek in the last two weeks because uh, my girlfriend, like, she's actually taking the final as we speak for Latin American art history, and like everything, like everything is Omek, like some Omek this, Omek that, that Omek. Like, he had a farm. Like yeah, I thought yeah, Omek was just like the character on the show, but no, it is like. That is like the type of statue is an old mech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's and that's what makes it that's what makes, makes it, it kind of funny. Let's rock. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make a game based off Chuck, NBC's Chuck starring Zachary Levi, where it's a spy game and you're doing spy things, but the controls are like Octodad. Yes. Because, it, because he's kind of in the show, he's kind of goofy. Right. He's not really a spy, but he's like a spy. So you're playing the game, but you don't really know what you're doing and you're not a very good spy. Man, with how much you like service... Games, you should make Bob Burgers the game. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be good. There should be a Bob Bob's Burgers games. Bob's Burger game. Anthony says he would do uh, Michael Scarn. Gold yes. Game. Oh yeah, that's that would a definitely great be. Idea. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's top five. Uh, question three: Valve and mods. We talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, do we blame Valve or the creators of these mods? I assume he's talking uh, about for the charging. And it's the, a good idea. It's just bad timing. Mm-hmm. I think you can't do it on a game that the mods have been free forever. If you're gonna do this, do it when Elder Scrolls Six comes out or right. whatever. Elder, yeah, Elder Scrolls. Well, Skyrim's 6. already established franchise, and I've heard a lot of arguments where people are like, "Well, they spent a lot of time making these mods, so they deserve to be compensated," which I agree with. Right. But no one's holding a gun to these people's heads, telling them to make Skyrim mods. They also made these mods with the mindset of it's free. But yeah, they they, exactly. When they made the mods, they weren't thinking, "Man, I'm gonna be rich now right. because I'm making." It's a like free mod. we make this show on our own time and on our own dime, so it's like, "Oh man, we do a good job, and we do this every week. You should pay." us for it but also but the way for fun in our own the way thing. you were able to just submit anything like yeah if you, even if you didn't make the mod mm-hmm. the whole submission process it's it's very half-baked and it's you like they didn't take it down unless it. you like went through valve right taken down it's just a huge mess yeah, nothing about it was done correctly it's, i have no problem right with giving money to a mod developer if it, if it to me if it's worth it right you know a couple bucks or maybe less i mean it's well, I think um, another problem, too, was that a lot of that money wasn't going to right. the... Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the, the, the developer, the publisher, could set how much they're getting. So right. what is like oh. the 20 25% actually going to the mod developer? Like yeah. That needs to be clear. That mm-hmm. needs to be black and white. Exactly. And the money, we need to know exactly where the money is It's, it's going to come back, for sure. It's just, oh, yeah. Hopefully they'll have it more ironed out this time, I mean, I Gary's mod used to be free. Really? Yeah. yeah, and now that's one of the top paid... I've only ever played it as free. Me, too. But it's one of the top paid applications on steam so. right 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we did this discuss this because yeah, because Counter Strike was a mod. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that, free now. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like it ended up coming. Sure, out, yeah. Like, you used, you used Team to Fortress. Be able to buy that was a mod. You know. Now that's free like, too. Expansion. Yeah, but it was also a paid mm-hmm. application. Daisy's a mod, and you pay you, you pay know, for that for that early access. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, this final question: What is the game that you played that started off terribly and you hated, but played again later and loved it, or vice versa? Oh. So either you started the game and didn't like it, and you went back to it and you liked it, or you loved it at first and you went back and played it, and the nostalgia goggles were just not there. I do, I do that the the first way, like think think games are bad, but then end up liking them later. I do that a lot with older games, like especially mm-hmm. like PlayStation One, PlayStation Two era games. Yeah, mainly because it's like now that I'm playing them, it's like I just have more of an appreciation of them being a a game, right, and not like a cinematic experience and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, um. Like tip, yeah. Like typically, uh, like Jack Two is one. I okay. didn't like that game at all. But going back and playing it through like the remastered PS3 version, it's like, oh, I mean, this. I miss games feeling like this, so I actually like it now. Right. You know. So it kind of like that. Um. But yeah, I mean, most games I've gone back and played do the other thing, like where they're just not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. Or just like their other versions of it, like Freedom Fighters was a game I loved and I played it on PC a lot because I remember the time I bought it, it was like $10 on PC but still $50 on consoles. And then like I don't have any way to play it on Windows anymore. Mm-hmm. So I ended up buying the PS2 version and it just controls terribly and horribly and I can't stand the game. Yeah. So hmm. uh, Mine, I'll go the vice versa route. Uh, because the most recent one I can think of was a few months ago. I downloaded the uh, Pokemon trading card game, the G, the, the Game Boy game on my 3DS, and I was playing through it, and and then I realized this game fucking sucks. Like the card game itself was kind of clunky, but like the user interface was so bad on that old Game Boy game. Like trying to figure out how to do things and play your cards and build your decks. When now you know, just play Hearthstone on an iPad and just throw the cards out with your finger. The music's not near as awesome as I remember it being. Exactly, either. that's it's like more it, annoying. <laughs> and like I mean it's cool how they set it up where you go and you challenge people, but just like overall card the card game aside, like the game itself was just kind of clunky and, and the UI was not very intuitive and that was like really sad I repurchased that and ruined my childhood memory of loving the trading card game. Uh, but then game. there's things like Nintendo did the 3D classics for a little while and mm-hmm. Kirby's Adventure is so much better than the NES version. Really? Oh yeah, because yeah, it's like true. it's the exact same thing but it runs smooth. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it was great. That's true. I've mentioned both of these games a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, a game that I hated at first but then loved a lot later is always going to be the NES version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> when I first played that game when I was like super young, I didn't know what I was doing. So I didn't like it. I just kept getting killed by freaking steamrollers and random Foot Clan members and weird things like that. But years later, when I finally realized what I needed to do, I was like, okay, this game is not so bad. Okay, because I played became- that game once and I hated it. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> I admit it's not the best game, but I did end up liking it later because I'm a I'm a big Turtles fan, right? And I just I don't know I'm a I'm a sucker for hard games like that. So okay, it is what it is, and uh, not really so much a game, but a series that I really liked for at first, but then hated years later to this very day is Super Smash Brothers. Oh, Vaughn, moving on, Steven, what's your answer? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel like this question um is. I'm looking at it from from two ways. First, like I didn't like Resident Evil Six at first, um, 
And it's because Leon, uh, as a character, is probably my favorite character in that franchise. And his campaign was, and it was the first campaign I played in Resident Evil 6, and I didn't like it. I didn't like um, how I had to slowly walk. It just forced me to walk at times, and mm-hmm. the pacing wasn't really great. And it's just, it, it really is the weakest part of that game. But, I mean, I put like 50 hours into Resident Evil 6. So over the course of a week, I went from, you know, I, I don't want to play this anymore, and I don't know if I'm going to play it, to loving it and yeah. the Chris campaign was my favorite and Chris is like my least favorite Resident Evil character mm-hmm. um, but then when I look at the other end of this question I'm not looking at it in the way you guys are with like I liked this game a long time ago but then I came back and I realized it's not good and I don't like it mm-hmm. I look at it like I really enjoyed Super Mario Sunshine when I started playing it right. but I couldn't even finish it because I just got I don't it, it wasn't what I wanted at the time okay. in a Mario yeah. game or like I, I got really excited when Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 came out because it was a 3D version of Roller Coaster and it ran well and it looked great mm-hmm. but it was missing so much of what I loved about the first two games yep. and just is the small touches. Yep. So these aren't two, these aren't two games that I loved and then revisited much later. These are games that are within a course of a week. Mm-hmm. I went from like hot to cold really quick. Mm-hmm. And there's probably a bunch more out there. Um, but I, I wasn't looking at that question from like something that maybe I just had nostalgia for right. and then went back. For me, you can, you can turn on a dime on a game mm-hmm. within the first couple of days of, of playing it. You're, you're just waiting for that moment when you're, when you're hoping, well, this is how I expect this game to turn and it never does. And then you're yeah. just giving up by then. So, or like Demon's Souls. I mean, Demon's Souls I was, was a cool game yeah. at first, but I didn't really know what I was doing and, you know, I I didn't know if it was the right game for me because I bought it the day it came out, um, and then by the end of that week it just clicked for me, right? And like I just I knew, and now with that series, more four games into that series, and every game, every every one of those, I just love them. Mm-hmm. But I think if I if I just quit playing it, didn't really put the time into it, right? Yeah, you know, there's so many games where we played as kids because you you know it's all you had. Right, you know, Bubsy. <laughs> I all I had was Bubsy, right? Maybe so. Sure, I love that because that's you're when you're 12 and you don't have any money. Um, mm. But then when you go back, you know, 20 years later, Bubsy's not very good. <laughs> you just have it on the emulator, and you're like, well, let me just pop this in because I used to like it. And then you say, well, this this was never good. Like, what was I? <laughs> why did I even like this ever? But actually, Bubsy's not that bad. So, Bubsy Two is terrible. Oh, Bubsy okay. One's pretty good. Bubsy 3D is uh, art in a video game. It's so terrible. But it's, <laughs> Bubsy 3D should be studied for years. Um, and God bless. There's a Let's Player that's put over a thousand hours oh, of Bubsy 3D, and I think this guy has has like social anxiety and issues. But Borderlands was like that for me. You got to speak into that it. microphone oh. if you're gonna do that. <laughs> I loved it at first. Uh, yeah, Borderlands but, is like another great example. I was like, this is a great yeah. idea. I can. There's guns and there's and there's more guns mm-hmm. and there's missions and I can play with friends and I don't like it at all really? and I don't ever want to play Borderlands ever again. And Kingdoms of Amalur did that to me. Uh, the combat is so like much I fun. Why are like, there a thousand things on this map for me to do? No. This oh, is why gosh. I can't play Ubisoft games anymore. You're right. I can't. I can't even play Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed or yeah. anything like that. Yep. Because it's it's not that it's overwhelming. It's that I don't give a fuck <laughs> about anything that it wants me to do. That happened. Yeah. You're That's you're like prime you're insulting me. Yeah. In these ga- like you here you have a hundred hours to do all this. Isn't that a great value for your dollar? No. Give me let me finish this game in ten hours. <laughs> Or five, or three—that'd be even better. 
Yeah, because yeah. like as much as like I think Assassin's Creed Four is the like best one that I've played, it's the only one I haven't finished. Yeah, it's true. And now they don't even run well. And nope. It's, it's yeah. there. We're we got way off topic here, though. <laughs> man. Because hey, they're announcing the new one next week. They already announced the new one. Yeah. Well, details okay. and stuff That's on the new saying. one. That two D one could be cool. There's, <laughs> yeah. That one just came out. Yeah, it did. I don't know. I'm not anti triple A game. I'm and you know. You like Bloodborne. Just get respect my time. Exactly. You know? That's all I'm saying. Thanks for the thanks Granted, for I put questions, like 100 Anthony. Hours into Dark Souls too, so I mean, it's totally definitely got us all riled up there. <laughs> that was a good question. That was a good question. If you want to send us good questions, you can do so. GameWareExpress at gmail.com. You can send bad questions to the same email address. That's true. Too, Whatever you questions that, you want, doesn't matter. And that's going to bring us to special stages. I guess we'll start with like a group special stage. I know everyone's going to pick it, so I'm not going to let you. Yes. Let's talk about Age of Ultron because we went and saw that last Friday. Yes. Uh, did you like it? Did you not like um, it? Um, that movie's fun. I don't think any of these movies will be like okay. Twenty years from now, are you gonna want to watch this at all? No, I don't want to watch it tomorrow. That and I didn't want to watch Avengers after I saw it for one mm-hmm. time either. But I had fun, and I know you didn't really enjoy it as much as I did not. Yeah, it just it was it was weird. It, the pacing was weird. It felt too long. It felt like there's too much going on. It's like it's Ubisoft yeah. made this game. If you really movie. want to break it down, you can look at all the instances of where all the character progression and all the Phase Two movies did not carry over into this film. Yeah, like Tony Hall. I'm Tony Hall. Tony, Tony Hall. Starks. Tony Stark's like PTSD and Iron Man three and right. uh, Cap two's like weird. When anyway, all that, all that character progression for those films sure, did not carry sure. over to this. It was just like ah, oh, we have nothing happened. Here's a killer <laughs> robot. I liked uh, the you know Ultron's voice. Yeah, James Spader did a good job. But I'm more excited for the next Captain America movie, which is basically the next Avengers movie anyway with Civil War. And then the next Avengers movie is being done. By, by the, Captain the, the Captain people. America writing team and directing team, yeah. shot all in IMAX, and that'll be two films, right? Two films. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, what did y'all think? I thought it was good. I liked the first one a little bit better than the second one overall, but mm-hmm. I liked the ending of the second one a lot. Yeah, I don't remember what happened. Oh yeah, you had an issue. We had an issue in our theater. Yeah, the during the final climactic yep. scene, the the person in front of me decided to take a flash photo of his five friends sitting to the left of him. Yep. Oh, so well, I was sucks. I was really angry, yeah. at that. and I leaned over and I said, "Hey, can you turn your phone off because it's bothering me?" And I think <laughs> I scared them because I, I didn't just lean forward. I like shot forward. Yeah, I've you know? never seen you move that quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't understand why I was upset. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand I guess, people. I don't know. This is the last time I'm ever going to a movie, oh, a new movie on a Friday. A Friday? Like, don't, if it's yeah. not premiere night, I'm not going, unless it's going to be like a Sunday matinee, yep. I'm not going to a movie Don't waste your like fucking time on a Friday night going to a big, yeah. big. You know, if you're not, like you said, if you're not going on premiere a night 7 o'clock there. show, yeah. premiere night. So Okay, so now real special stages. Who wants to go first? Now I'm enraged. I'll go first. Uh, I recently registered for CEO Games. Oh, man, what you doing? I'm going to be participating in Marvel and Persona 4. Okay, no Mortal Kombat, no Smash. No. I feel like my level in Mortal Kombat is not up to snuff with like a lot of other people's levels of Mortal Kombat. Because you get. destroyed all of us at the party we had last week. Yeah, but oh, you mean you don't Kombat. do the same move over and over like everyone else? <laughs> no, he I mean, does. It's the same fucking Sub Zero combo <laughs> over and over again. I I, <laughs> I do what I do as and that's like all that my I do. own from my own experience in other fighting games. But these guys know. 
the, all the ins and outs of Mortal Kombat. Right. I don't know that. So Fair enough. I'd rather just like watch and not like waste it. Like I, Mortal Kombat's more of a spectator's like game for me right now. Kind of like Marvel. I really start getting in there. Like Marvel, I at least know what I'm doing, and I know no, like, Marvel's a, a spectator's game too. You just keep getting juggled and juggled and juggled, and maybe it'll be your turn. Of course, <laughs> you just gotta know which turn you have to take. Yeah. And I would enter Blazewood if there was a tournament, but there is no major tournament for mm-hmm. it. There might be a side tournament, but that's about it. And fuck Smash. There we go. <laughs> and that's at the end of June, right? Yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool because like the uh, the new registration process for it is like uh it's it's wrestling themed, so like everyone has to pick their intro theme oh, for nice. doing top eight. So like I had a I waited a long time for that. Then I realized, you know what? I really just want to just walk out to the rock theme <laughs> if I ever get up there. It's not like I'm going to really get up there anyway. Not with that attitude. But if I, like, try, like, I could be one of those guys that gets up there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go up there to the People's Champion theme. There we go. <laughs> that would be great. Cool. Good luck with that. Thanks. I'm really good at Mortal Kombat. I, got, I took second place <laughs> in our, our tournament, and I'm really proud of that. Um Probably going to retire at this point because, <laughs> you know, why not go out on close to the top? It wasn't fair. You're the only one not drinking at that, during that I tournament. I think drinking usually makes people like better at fighting <laughs> games. Um, hey, I won and I was drinking. So, so. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, you know, we're, we're into our work here, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited to not work for three months. Yep. Yeah. Got a lot of things planned for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's... Let's, that'll begin today. This, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, my girlfriend should be done with college in about 15 minutes. That's exciting. So that's pretty yeah. awesome. All summertime. Yeah. She could rejoin yes. our Destiny Patrol. There you go. Yep. She's doing all that. And, uh, by the way, I want to thank you guys for coming to her show. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I know. That, that was, meant a lot to her. That was really cool. I ran into a friend of mine. Yeah, that I haven't Jennifer? seen in like 10 years. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. awesome that you know her. That's, pretty, yeah. that's really cool. I ran to a friend of mine I haven't seen in like three years that we wrote the newspaper yeah. together. Nice. Hey, and you met a Destiny guy you play with all the yeah. time but Whoa. never met in person. Then it's Thrall Gooder in real life. Nice. It was weird. I was at two of them, I couldn't actually. make it. I'm sorry. Let's give on. You're there in spirit. Yeah, I wasn't thanking you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. So cool. been out of college for a while and now I don't have to deal with college again. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird still having friends on like Facebook in college and seeing them like, oh, woe is me, finals. I have friends on like, Facebook that are like in middle school. So that's weird. All right, you should probably, probably look into that. I don't know, man. I'm just you saying. might want to edit that out. <laughs> it's like people from the store, you know? I seat right over there. Like this kid, Brandon, who, little buddy. He's huh. like graduating high school or something. Now. That's, that's crazy. Because, I mean, he'd been a customer of Gameware like since, I mean, his, his older brother yeah. would come to Gameware. And just, I've seen kids, you know, grow up mm-hmm. from like little kids to like now they're in college it's weird cool. the pitfall of being old and <laughs> working at the same place for a long time uh mine i'm finally going to get around to building like, like a gaming PC, mega computer yeah i've been mega talking desk. about want to do this for... dude you need to get a quad speed cd-rom drive because those are much <laughs> faster than those old 2x speeds do i even need a cd-rom drive well, you'll get a DVD-ROM drive, but okay. yes, you do need a DVD-ROM drive. <laughs> get that Blu-ray player. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could do that. I would not get a Blu-ray drive for your computer. No, I don't though. need to play my Blu-ray yeah. movies on that. No. Yeah, I've been talking about wanting to do it for like the past couple birthdays or Christmases, but then so like three years, up. you've yeah. been wanting to build again. It's a good thing you didn't because you'd have to build another one by now. Exactly. So I'm finally getting around to do that with 
Steven's help. Oh, there are a lot of people. A lot of people's help. Yeah. If you know about computers and you want to let me Email know, or GamerExpress at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, because I'm, yeah, I've never really had a gaming PC. Growing up, I always had like crappy laptops. And I still have a better laptop that can run Heroes of the Storm on low. Yeah. But I'm excited to be able to like jump into like this PC thing. So I always see PC Master Race. So I need to learn what this is all about. You can finally play Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yes. And that brings us to the end of our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. You can find me at B for Extreme 12. I'm at Steve Gameware. I'm, I'm, I'm not everywhere. He's not <laughs> on it. He is. I am at Josh Whedon. You do have a it's Joss, by the way. It's yes. not Josh. Whatever is Joss. Joss. You have a Twitter. I do, but I never use it. You also have an Instagram. I do use that. Yeah. Oh, I'm Robo Steven on Instagram. <laughs> I'm Neil Young Doolittle. That's right. Instagram. Robo Steven. I'm PH. still the same person. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash br, or you can find us, facebook.com slash express. Subscribe on iTunes if you have one of those, or if you like Android, Google Play, or if you like Windows Phone for some strange reason, Xbox Music. I host every week on SoundCloud. I think that's it. Uh, next week, we have, I guess, just a normal show. Leading up um, to E3, a lot more stuff. Big show. Big, big show. Yeah. So that's it. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me uh, this morning. Now it's afternoon. Thank all of y'all for listening at home, and y'all have a great weekend. We will see you next week. Bye.